0: Well, hello, hello, hello. I'm Jeremy Granite, and this is another exciting episode of Unlicensed and Unhinged. I'm joined today, as I always love to be, by my brother, Mike Gaddy. Mike Gaddy, welcome back.
1: Howdy, y'all. What's up?
0: Also joining us, as per usual, we have the beautiful Alex. Alex, welcome back to the show.
2: What's going on, Alex for (laughs) H-I-B-C?
0: And last, but definitely not least, we are once again joined by the unlicensed financial advisor, Andrew, welcome back, Andrew, to the podcast. What's up? How are you doing, my brother?
3: I'm doing pretty good, man. This is my second time back on the show. I'm just so you guys know, I'm your number one fan. Hey, Hey, can can it be number one? Every episode, I've (laughs) (laughs) commented. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: number one fan. Yeah, every fan's (laughs)
3: dream is to be on their favorite show, so I'm honored to be here. Yeah, it's a good to have you back. It's
0: appreciated, and and uh, like to highlight the fact, as was mentioned uh, pre-recording, you're also our first. Second time guest,
2: so mm-hmm.
0: oh, cool. actually, te- awesome. Technically, that's not true. We had we had David Macy on twice.
1: True.
3: What? Five. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, any he any might category. be calling me
2: tonight too. By the way, but live, so when he does, I have to step out real quick.
3: Live, to be in a category with David Macy is an honor. So yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, right. <Yes.
1: laughs> I was trying yes. to tell my coworker today who he was, who yeah. David Macy was, and he was like, "Ooh, wow, I want to see." Yeah, he was. He was very impressed. <laughs> nice,
2: nice. David's
1: cool as fuck. Yep.
0: It's oh, nice. It, it's nice that uh, in to, uh, in that's cool. a very short and quick amount of time. Speaking of,
2: the devil's texting me right now.
0: It's good to know that uh, in such a short time and such a new podcast that we're able to draw, you know, big names. Mm -hmm. And uh, let it be said, adjacent to that fact, that we're all going to be big names one day. Facts. And on that note, you've got some exciting news since you've been on last, Andrew. So let's talk about that. What have you been doing with your time and your uh, pursuit of crypto-slash- stock fucking greatness. Let's get into it.
3: Yeah, so I went ahead and uh, started a YouTube channel called Crypto Canvas. Mm-hmm. And um, my goal with that channel is simply just to share my research. Um, also to hopefully get validation that what I believe is true, which is we have an opportunity to get rich as fuck. And by sharing my research, I get feedback from by really smart people and I get to share, hopefully, this knowledge that is gonna change lives, potentially.
2: Well, you had me right as like, let's get rich as fuck. Yeah,
3: so. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: in. I'm,
1: in. I'm, in. I'm <laughs> dead. like my ears just perked up,
2: like I wanna be out of the workforce, like mm-hmm. let's do it. Right. And,
0: and let it also be said too, I think uh, there's a little bit of validation in that too, cause like when you make a call on something and, you, and, and your analysis ahead of time turns out to be correct, it's gonna be like you have fucking stone cold, concrete fucking evidence that you called it. For sure, <laughs> ego, <laughs> yep. ego is, is
3: yeah important in life and that's definitely uh part of the motivation yeah um i'd like to think there's some kind of selfless aspect to it although you could argue that everything in life is partially selfish and so what i mean by that is i believe in karma and so if i'm helping other people make money it's only going to help me Mm -hmm. right that's just the way everything works so um yeah so certainly there's some validation that is going to come my way if i'm correct about some of these things
0: i'm sure that you are uh since the in the time that we've known each other uh since we lived together i guess we could even say years ago now huh yeah yeah
3: uh uh, three years technically a lot of so fast
0: a lot of the things a lot of the things you said did turn out to be true so obviously the man knows what he's talking about and uh i would like all of our listeners to go out and check out his youtube channel uh, if you don't mind repeating it once, but know that we will put it in the in the about section of the show notes.
3: That's Crypto Canvas on YouTube. I also am pretty active on Twitter now called X. Um, my at there is Crypto Canvas CC, um, and that's also the handle for my Instagram Crypto Canvas CC.
1: Did you say Twitter's now called X? Yeah, you didn't. Know. Twitter, you didn't, know I, didn't that? I didn't know.
2: Are you living underneath Where the a rock? Fuck have you been Pretty Mike? much.
1: I, I'm a nomad, dude. I don't what? even have a TV.
2: Well, okay, I don't watch TV either, <laughs> but I at least follow the news, sir. <laughs> Stop oh my
1: thinking. god. What news? Your
2: dog keeps looking at my feet right now. Uh-oh. You know how many people would pay for that?
1: Fine, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money. Get over here. <laughs> I don't
2: have any money. I can't fund your adventure. Get over
3: here. You notice he's set right by, talk by the to alpha Andrew when over you here
2: with the crypto. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's how you can get the money. But.
3: Alex, what do you know about crypto?
2: Um I don't understand how it works. Necessarily, I do understand that it is a fluctuating market consistently, and I under and I have several friends down in Las Vegas that are very involved with it. I don't know if you follow Crypto Gal on Instagram or not, but um, my friend Andrea, that's her. She's cool, but I know that she's really in it. That's like her full main time job, and then like, all the people she hangs out with, they all. Okay. I've just seen a lot of money at the strip club. Like they all <laughs> just threw down 50k at the strip club one time, and I'm like, "What the fuck, Damn. dude? Like well, I'm in the wrong business." This might actually hands be down. An,
0: this might actually be an excellent opportunity for you, Andrew. Let's just give for the for the layman out there maybe your your elevator pitch on what crypto is and why it's valuable and where that market is going. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So essentially, Web 2, which is what we have all been using for the last few years, was Essentially, you were able to trade information freely across the world, the world in real time. And so what blockchain is enabling is the next layer that sits on top of the current internet. It's called Web3. And what it's adding to the internet is now you can send value across the world in real time. Hmm. So it's doing that by adding people, places, and things to the internet. Mm-hmm. So people in the sense that when you travel from website to website today, you don't have an identity. You're an anonymous person. There's no real person you log into each each website is its own individual silo so blockchain enables you to have an identity on the internet Um, it's adding places right three is bringing the web is now becoming 3d so it's experiential it's all around you and it's adding things to the internet so now digital objects have properties that the real world objects so you're saying
1: we're about to tap into another layer of, of simulations
3: Yes absolutely <laughs> yeah and yeah. I do and I do the know, is shit. the matrix, yeah, yeah, and
0: I do know from the conversations we had as roommates that that is all going to tie into virtual reality, and I think uh, in order to maybe get deeper into the uh, question Alex was asking, um, maybe an overlining of, of cryptocurrencies themselves and how they work and how they produce value, and that I, got, I get how that ties in from what we've talked about in the past when it comes to web three and, and tying everything together and creating value. And then you have the, uh, e- what are, what were they called? Those fucking little pictures, everyone. NFTs. Like, NFTs, mm-hmm. NFTs Also NFTs. called VAToms,
3: virtual atoms,
0: virtual atoms. Wow. Right. So, uh, to get into it a little bit deeper, um, maybe give a brief synopsis of the history of cryptocurrency as you understand it. And then where we are today.
3: Yeah, that's beautiful. So something that got me into crypto and m- helped me realize what it is and or at the time what it was going to be was my studies of the occult or the esoteric arts right so in 2020 i looked at an economist cover magazine that was published in 1988 i highly encourage everybody to go look at it and essentially i looked at this magazine
0: that might be a good thumbnail for this
3: yes it's a great thumbnail dude. it's, it's a powerful <laughs> image and yeah, so essentially is. what it is on that image is all the fiat currencies the dollars the pesos All those on fire, and on top of it was a phoenix, which represents rebirth. And it was wearing a gold medallion that said 1010. And on the words of the magazine, it said, get ready for a world currency, Yeah, right? And so this was in 1988. And so (laughs) the year was 2020, and I realized next year is 33 years after this magazine. Mm And the medallion says 10, 10 ones and zeros, digital currency mm-hmm. rising out of the Phoenix." So that, that's where really where my journey started. And
0: 33 is a significant number in esoteric uh, purposes and also Masonic uh, mathematics. And then even further back into uh, the Jewish faith and uh, what is the name of their Kabbalah. Kabbalah, yes. Mm. So all of the, 33 is deeply tied to all of those things.
3: Yeah. And so I have the belief, you know, it can't be proved that a lot of things are planned out in advance. So obviously, for me to read that and to believe that, hey, next year is 33 years after this magazine that came out in 88. My underlying belief is that things have been planned out that long. Oh, I believe it. Um, Yeah, and so that's really what sparked my journey into Mm. crypto. And so the mainstream story of where blockchain started is an anonymous character named Satoshi Nakamoto
0: Still Uh, unknown to this day.
3: Yeah, on Halloween of 2008, the same year of the financial crisis, they published a white paper, which is just a document explaining this new protocol Mm -hmm. and what it's going to be. Four months after that, January of 2009, the first Bitcoin was created essentially on the dark web. I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, hidden in the realms of the internet tech geeks. You know, only Mm a few people were using this Fucking nerds. Yeah. And so some people speculate that Satoshi is not a person, but maybe an organization, maybe a mm-hmm. government agency, maybe mm-hmm. who knows what it is. Each individual piece of a Bitcoin is called a sat, right? Some people argue is short for Saturn, these type of things. So yeah. I, I believe that there's a lot of esoteric encoding into this uh, protocol with the purpose of essentially being the solution to the problem. And the problem is the current financial system. mm mm-hmm which is a scam. It's a Ponzi scheme. essentially. No, no doubt
0: about that. I mean, I think we all sitting here can agree Yeah. that the current system <clears throat> doesn't serve anybody, but like the, the ultra rich top yeah. 1% really have to yeah. evolve. You know? Yeah. And I mean, whether or not this is the answer or to play the devil's advocate, maybe this is, maybe this is the fucking psyop, you know, maybe this is the psyop. Cause I think <laughs> sometimes when I think about things that are, pre- that are presented as uh, being outside of the normal or, or, revolutionary in the way that they'll take down the old system. I always have this fear in the back of my head that that's actually the motherfuckers running shit yeah. are just bringing the next layer down upon us. Mm-hmm. I like
2: to think that they're a bunch of renegade in- individuals that decided it was like, fuck the man, I'm over it. I hope let's do that's something else, they, You know, Let, yeah. let's band know. together all these people just in different countries that are super smart and understand, like, well, I, I like- I'm not a big computer person. I'm <laughs> s- I was super excited to be able to set up my iPhone by myself so
3: congratulations thank you very much like i'm not well i like the optimistic approach to that because i believe just like just like all things in life there's good and there's bad Mm -hmm. within that one thing right so the internet it can be used to shorten our attention spans get us addicted to porn you know and kind of do a lot of detrimental things to humanity but it could also you know engender this podcast and freedom Mm -hmm. so i think blockchain is the same exact way a lot of the people who champion the Freedom aspect of it, I believe they're correct, and then a lot of people who champion this could be dystopian and yeah, lead us mm-hmm. into a matrix and make us all batteries, they're also correct. So it's really up to us ultimately to, what, what to, we
0: allow it to be, what do
3: we allow it to be, yeah. yeah exactly. it's, it's and good. that's
0: kind of where I land good on versus it. evil, even though I play I the like, devil's advocate, that's kind of where I land on. I feel
2: like there's like a lot of shades, you know, like in every little spectrum, there's always a bell curve in every single aspect in life. So, I, whether it's digital, whether it's humanity, like it doesn't matter, it's like there. So, I was just got to. Got to ride that gray.
0: We got to see how we, we got to see how the population either wakes up or stays asleep because all technology could be used for good or evil.
1: Have you ever played the game Fable? <clears throat> I have not. No. Okay. Well, people listening probably have. It's a like old times. I'm not sure how old. Maybe uh, Victorian times. <laughs> not, <or something. laughs> no.
0: No, are you talking about where the game is? The game, yeah. yeah set I don't in. know. It's old, like, yeah, yeah.
1: olden times, whatever. But you, you start as a character and you, you either become good or evil. And in the game, like, you either your colors start becoming more light and white and clean, or, or you become dark and evil and your eyes are bl- black and shit. And mm-hmm. was, it's, it's all up to us if we're going to go cool. this way, did you one choose? way or the which, other.
3: Which path did you choose in the game?
1: uh probably i think i chose the evil path i was like kicking chickens and you can like you, go into, a, <laughs> you go into a house you can not like surprised. you can rob somebody or like or help them find their food or something like that. I, think, putting, I think i like, think it's cut balls? i probably didn't
3: finish the game i'm not a game but you're much. such a good person so you wanted to My feel brothers are... the dark side yeah,
1: yeah, I guess I, so, yeah i probably would have ran it through both. well like in grand theft Auto, what do you do yeah. you go out and you get five stars right
3: yeah <laughs> I don't know. Do they have an option? I don't think they have an option in Grand Theft Auto to like do charity and stuff.
1: No, no, no actually, no. <laughs> they should though.
3: That'd be
0: cool. <laughs> That'd be the
2: most boring. No, but
3: fucking what I'm saying is, there, <laughs> be, <that's> like,
1: <laughs> most I gotta go people, work at
2: the soup kitchen today. You, you Excuse can play,
1: me. You can play the storyline, or you can just go out and get five stars. Like that's how me and my brothers used to play because there's four of us, so we'd like, all right, hurry up and get five stars,
3: and see who could last the longest and not get killed. You know? Yeah. And so essentially, that's 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 kind of a good segue into how I view crypto. I kind of view it as a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could, essentially, you're trying to. Figure out which tokens are going to be the magic tokens and then collect as many of those tokens as possible. <laughs> and the best way to do that is to build a team of other people and you guys collaborate and you figure it out. And history has shown us that that is a way to get rich as fuck. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's my plan. I've done it before and I'm uh, team. Do it again. Woo! Nice.
0: We did briefly j- jump into that subject on the, on the first time you were here. Um, but in the, in the statement of saying you've done it before.
2: Refill. Yeah,
1: I was asking him to. We passed yep. the pass oh. beer. <laughs> I wasn't asking if you wanted a drink. I'm telling you like, oh, to oh, get yeah. me well, a drink. Well, he needed one also. I saw him <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't man. care about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: So we, we did briefly touch on that the last time you're on, but I would I would love to just give it a cursory because Alex doesn't listen to any of the work we did before she got here. So <laughs> I
2: still don't even <laughs> listen to our work up. right now. I live in the moment, baby. <laughs> so just a, re- a
0: recap on your fucking rise and fall, if you don't mind.
3: Yeah. So. Like I said, I decoded that magazine. I also decoded the Microsoft patent zero six zero six zero six, which is to mine cryptocurrency using human body activity data. So those two. The
1: fuck are you talking about?
3: <laughs> yeah, you, you, the listeners can go look it up. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I'm like
0: no It's idea. a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's crazy. So
3: I essentially sold all my surfboards, sold my cars, sold everything, called everybody I know, said go all in on crypto. Right. right? I was one of those guys, but I was right. So within three months, I made like a quarter million <laughs> on, on paper. You know, mm-hmm. you only make money when you sell. Uh, so. I held it all the way up. The peak was like, you know, three, four hundred thousand for me. That's all that was a life-changing money. And I held it all the way back down.
2: Mm. I won I made nine hundred <sighs> off uh, Shiba.
3: Nice. No,
2: DOJ coin. DOJ coin. How much did you put in? I think it was like fifty bucks. Oh wow, that's
3: good. I just yeah. like
2: kept like holding, 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 and then I cashed out. I'm like, this is a lot of money right now. But and then I like, came down. On that know.
0: subject, uh, I think it was somewhere around uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I had a friend similar to him that was harassing the shit out of me. I was in the army, I was stationed in Korea, and he was just like, buy, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. And at the time, it was like 780, point ten bucks a coin, somewhere in that range. And I had just gotten a re-enlistment bonus and an extension bonus while overseas, which was all tax-free, so I had like, like $45,000. So I ended up buying 20 Bitcoins at that time. And over the years, Immediately after that, I spent like three or four of them on like buying cocaine. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine on the dark I found, web. I was going to yeah. say, I just
2: saw that last weekend. I've never been on the dark web until last week. I saw yeah. you can buy cocaine and other fun drugs via Bitcoin. It's unbelievable. <laughs> on the dark it's, web. It's web. iffy
4: <laughs> now, though. It's very weird. iffy now. Don't it's, try it It's iffy now. It's, iffy, it now. Now.
0: it's <laughs> iffy now. But back in the fucking heyday, it, I can tell you for 100% fact, that it works.
2: And it just ships to your house.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't try it anymore. It's
2: so silly. Most, er,
0: most of those dock markets are either scams, exit strategies, or government fucking... Or government, traps. Honey pots. Yeah, honey pots. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't try it now, and it's, if anyone is if anyone is doing it successful, I would welcome...
2: Send us a DM. I, 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 no, send us a DM <laughs> on unlicensed
0: DM. on Instagram. Because I would love to hear what the most modern strategies for achieving that because i was once well versed in it but now i'm not that being said to this day i still have 19 bitcoin good for right, you and and they're cold stored and i never fucking touch them i never think about them anymore and i have i have alarm set for like a bottom that's still 10 percent higher than i bought in for and i don't think i'll ever see it there again
2: i don't think you will either no
4: <laughs> no,
3: like, no no, no.
2: Uh, if it was
0: I down mean, to a thousand dollars i'd be surprised <clears throat>
3: Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. Personally, I uh, focus on tokens that are associated with the biggest governments and organizations in the world. Who's working with the governments? Who's working with IBM? Who's working with Google, Uh, the World Economic Forum, the Linux Foundation? Who's partnering with them? Because we're in that stage where the hype is over, right? Mm -hmm. The big bubble pop. And so now the governments are moving in and the institutions are moving in and they're going to use it, this technology, to transform many sectors of our lives. Yeah, so
0: what's your what's your envisionment or your research telling you is going to be the most likely let's say that the biggest growth sector in crypto and and the tokens is it going to be things like large companies creating their own tokens for commerce within their their atmosphere or their or their globes or even their uh maybe what's the word I'm looking for uh VR places is that what's going to be the next move for mm-hmm. these things?
3: Well, everything's gonna happen in stages. I believe the biggest stage that's coming soon are what they call web three wallets. So in web two, you had the email address. Mm -hmm. In web three, you're gonna have a wallet. So it's a blockchain wallet that's attached to your identity. And instead of sending you email spams and advertisements, they're gonna give you objects of value. So they get to skip the middleman, they get to skip the spam and put money directly in your pocket. And it's essentially (coughs) decentralized advertising. So you think we're going
1: to a cashless society worldwide? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. That's nuts. How now, often?
2: Sure. How often do you carry cash, realistically wise?
1: Not really. Yeah. Not
2: see, there you are. You're already living in a cashless society.
0: Bro, I keep I keep hooker slash stripper slash bail money in my safe every day.
3: Yeah, cash is amazing. Okay. I love cash. cash. Is king. Cash but is king.
2: Um, you want to transfer that into gold.
3: I think data. the cash will live, co- you know, there'll be a side-by-side system for a period of time, and then they'll slowly... I guess I'm not worried about
1: down. the money part
3: of
0: it. I give it, it 30 years. More
1: so than, like, the tracking
3: Like, part
0: time-wise. Part. Well, yeah. yeah, we definitely have to think about the... We also have to think about the control mechanisms that can be built into that process. Because if you take an example of what China has done with their with their societally changing, like, social, like, credit system... What that means is like basically everyone has already gone on to like a Web3-type lifestyle in China, and all of the surveillance, all of the infrastructure, and all of the economic uh, ports of entry and exit are all attached to this. What that means is like hypothetically, if you're a Chinese dissident, and you have this much money in your account, and you post things that are considered socially bad, and you get demarketed or, or downgraded by the powers that be, it can eventually ruin your ability to do commerce. So you won't be able to buy plane tickets to leave the place. You won't be able to fucking buy groceries beyond a certain echelon of like just survival. And it'll be a further control mechanism grid that they'll put down upon people if they're able to enact this whole system outside of maybe let's say the intervention of people that are freedom minded.
3: Yeah, and a good example of that is with the COVID vaccines, right? Everybody, it was just a piece of paper. You could just print it out, copy it. You could fake it. Mm-hmm. Nobody would know, right? And so essentially what you could do is if you had a blockchain Web3 wallet, you would get, bum, bum, instead of a piece of paper, you'd get an NFT or a VATOM, which is, they call them soulbound, which mm-hmm. is an interesting name, but it's, it can't move from your wallet, and it's, you can't fake it. It's 100% real. And
0: it's 100% attached to your ID and all other economic structures.
3: Yeah. Hypothetically. Hypothetically.
2: I don't know if I like anybody telling me what kind of food I can buy.
1: <laughs> She's been sitting here thinking well, about yeah. that. You <laughs> eat the bugs. I, well, you eat bugs from now on. I don't. Well, like that. don't move to China. You would have had it too hard.
4: Now you eat
0: bugs. I like, I don't don't like move that. to China. Buy guns and ammo, and vote in your local
1: elections. Mm-hmm. I no. actually did buy. <laughs> um,
2: I, I bought a case of twelve gauge this week. Actually,
3: nice. Yep. What
1: kind? Birdshot, buckshot.
2: I, uh, low velocity.
3: Low I think velocity. It was like twelve hundred. I want to run an idea of you. B- it. Per second. This is yeah. something I've been thinking about recently. Is AI's was released to the public, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we all know it's literally inevitable until that we're going to get to a point where you can't tell the difference between a real video, a fake video, a real phone call, a mm-hmm. fake phone call, For a real sure, text. Yeah. So essentially that's going to break the internet. You're not going to be yeah. able to use it, right? So that's the problem. The reaction is we can't use the internet. What the fuck are we going to do? And maybe the solution is you need a blockchain cryptographic identity to access the internet, because that's literally the only solution. How do we know you're real? You need yeah. a blockchain identity. So, so only free coming. people are going to be homeless people. That's yeah. very
2: interesting that you say that. Um, is that in production or development, do you think? or
3: Which part? The wallets?
2: Uh, no, what you were just talking about, the authentication for your blockchain wallet. Oh,
0: Absolutely. that's definitely, and yeah. it works.
3: Yeah. And that's what I cover a lot of that on my YouTube channel. I've broken down the companies. I've, I have highlight highlighted their forums take little clips and show everybody exactly what they're doing because they do it all in plain sight. It's all out there. The World mm-hmm. Economic Forum, the World Government Summit. God, I'm they're so out about of the loop this on stuff. this. Yeah, and, and I, I
2: read a lot. Yeah, I rarely really, really watch like to shows right or anything yeah. like that. I just can, read so much. So if you had that transcribed or anything like that, I would. You can,
0: you can him, like tell. Saying, you can really tell what he's saying. You can tell what he's saying is true because the entire global economy, every sector, has huge market development all in this vein. Like Everything. they're all moving in this direction simultaneously. So if that's not some kind of sign that there's some me globally <laughs> harmonized situation where they're trying to all build the infrastructure of this, before they, they just dr- drop it all upon us yeah. all at once. They, exactly. They couldn't do it if it's not already on every sector all at once. Yeah.
2: Well, all right. I guess I'll start watching YouTube.
0: Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> with
3: that knowledge, right? There's the anxiety part. But with that knowledge, yeah, it's a little scary, you know, we yeah, can get, you can get rich as fuck if you're positioned in the right places. Because right. essentially, think about the world economy. It's, let's just throw out a number, 100 trillion, right? Mm. It's more than that if you include derivatives. Yeah, quadrillions. Yeah. But essentially, all of that is going to get flipped on its head. All go to blockchain and all these protocols. Yeah. So, uh, so
0: if you ride it up. You can you can ru- you can can ride that demigorgon yeah. all the way to the top. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right.
3: And uh, so for the listeners. i want to just, wa-
2: like, invest my money. Can I just give it to you?
3: <laughs> I mean, pay- wow. do what you need
2: to do You're with good, Andrew. Hey, I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. Can I just advisor, give you my
3: money? But check out. Can you just, uh, like,
2: do it for me, please?
3: Patreon.com slash CryptoCanvas. Check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not one to say no to free money either, so I get it, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean um I want the listeners to go to openwalletfoundation.com. There's a good place to read PDFs, fit, you know, all kinds of articles. The founding members of Open Wallet Foundation is Visa, Google. Oh damn! I mean, the list goes on. And yeah, oh, it's, happening. It's, it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. And there's certain blockchain companies within there, hidden in, right in plain sight, that we can invest in. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right,
0: all right. All That's right.
3: not. not, fin- fin- not the thing. I'll right.
4: try. <laughs> and, and it's just
0: like everything else in this world, especially when it's tied to the economy these fucking global controllers if you want to call them that they can't build this shit without our fucking consent whether we realize it or not and on the financial sector side of it they can't build these things within these publicly owned companies without our financial support right and sure. the people that ride these things to the top might be the ones that get to go to the grocery store and choose what they want to buy and not
1: eat bugs so <laughs> that's yeah, the I, bugs are like literally people. People.
4: Can we, get, can we we still
1: make dirty crypto money or dirty electric money? Like, What do you mean by dirty? Like, I don't know. Like, You know, dirty money, clean money. You know, the term dirty hands, clean money or whatever. Oh, yeah, like
2: washed money? Is that what you're referring to? I don't
1: know. Like. I, think, I think I get what you're trying to say.
3: Is How am there, I going to sell drugs? Okay. Oh, Monero. <laughs> I mean, I don't Actually, do you can do that on cri-
2: Bitcoin. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, but,
0: but also, let's talk about the ethics of becoming a billionaire.
3: I don't want to be a billionaire.
0: I, I, I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to be a billionaire?
3: I mean, I just, but I just think say that once you hit a certain level, you know. You, I don't know if you. I can make I generational wealth. I, I can make generational wealth work with
0: a
2: hundred million. I, I but fear. here's what I'm saying:
0: yeah. like today's, yeah, just 100.
2: Do, today's. I'll set up everybody trust funds. Being being worth
0: fifty million dollars in 1905 was like being a tri- triple billionaire yeah, today, yeah, right? For sure, for sure. So yeah. what's to say? Being worth a hundred or two hundred or three hundred million dollars in twenty years is going to mean anything.
3: The new million, you know what the, I mean? Like yeah, so millionaires. We're, we're, millionaires where we're going are like people who have a hundred thousand, fifty thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially, we're, that's what I've heard. So we're thinking somebody. about all yeah, the big time yeah. players.
1: What about the kid that wants to go mow lawns in high school to make extra money? How's he going to? I, I believe the real world will never go out of style. It
3: can't. I don't care how much the metaverse gives. The real world will never go out of style. I don't care what the TV tells you. There will still be mm-hmm. real world's where it's at. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trade but the jobs. money, a lot of the money, a lot of the Hundred million billion dollar money is in the is in the metaverse. You're not gonna, you know. So it depends what kind of life you're trying. To I live. think that I think
0: that if you wanted to look at it in some kind of like Orwellian future, fucking dystopic, like movie version, ready player one. You could have a world. You could have a world where people are making real money, maybe enough to sustain their lives in the real world. But that anybody that wants to lift their life to the next level is going to be forced into like the metaverses, into like the VR worlds, in order to create money, like bang for your buck in a, in a short amount of time that yeah. matters you know
1: okay. uh, i know it sucks but, but you guys are like in I the right position take though computer you classes
2: guys- or something man like this
1: well this sucks. podcast is <laughs> all all
3: control delete <laughs> all control delete.
2: pretty much just like to <laughs> escape, restart my escape. shit <laughs> <laughs> like let me tell you about my excel that's not good
3: you guys are on the right trajectory with this podcast because a big part of their new economy that they're building is the creator economy yeah mm-hmm. so here's-, here's one pretty cool example right if you create a meme Memes are comedy, right? Yeah, yeah for And sure. you should get credit for that. But you don't, people don't make any money. You don't get any credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it was a Vatom on this blockchain world, then boom, you create a meme. Oh. It, as it gets shared and go viral, you get money like in real time all on the blockchain.
0: Yeah. And then you yeah. don't, Then you also. It also. It also decentralizes the individual markets. So you don't have to blow up on Spotify. You don't have to blow up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Your content can just blow up. Yeah. And as it, it goes out through the metaverse if you will or or the digital or the web3 three, web three. as yeah. it goes out through the web3 then it will create its own backfeed of of finance towards you. And so in a way it does have benefits. Yeah. For Eat. the average person, especially Eat. a creator. Well, that being said, we're we're getting right now to the 30-minute mark. I think it's a good time for us all to. After have we just blew everybody's minds. Yeah, after we just blew everyone's mind. Um, <laughs> just getting started. We'll we'll strategize <laughs> on the break where we want to go to next. But what I would like to do is before we go, because we're at 28:20, I just want to go round table starting at Alex. Uh, maybe pose a question for him when we get back, if you have one, or maybe highlight something that you found
2: extremely interesting. Right now, on the spot. Yes, and go. Literally, I mean, I don't even know how to buy Bitcoin. Let's ask go him. Th- let's ask th- him. How do you, ask, how do you, you buy go. Bitcoin? How All does right, that even we'll, start?
1: That's a good wow. question. We'll get you into know? that. We'll get into we'll that get when in. we return. <laughs> All right. What about oh, you, Mike? <laughs> what do you got? Great question. Um, do you yeah, think, it's fucking tough, isn't it? Do, it is. It's hard. Do you think that this? evolutionary shift with the monetary system will free us from um, like corporate control, elites, all that stuff, or do you think it'll strengthen us?
3: Good question. Hmm. I'm answering this when we come back, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, now? I'm like, I'm ready to go.
0: <laughs> okay, and then um, my question for when we get back is uh, current trends, current crypto tokens of, of interest for you that you think are on the list to follow and watch and, and maybe some resources for our listeners that they can use, uh, you know, including your, your material, your, your production, um, in order to get more educated and maybe stay on top of this stuff and let's all become rich. That being said, we'll be back after a word from our sponsor. And we're back. All right, so before the break, we took an opportunity round table to ask Andrew a couple of questions. So, uh, in any order, at your will, go ahead and
2: fire away, Andrew.
3: I'll start with Alex's question how to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> go to Can Patreon. you start
2: from where it started to where it is now?
3: Where Bitcoin started to where it is I now. mean,
2: how you could purchase it back in the day. to where, how you could Has it now.
3: changed? Is it the same? Oh, Absolutely. yeah, it has changed. changed.
2: It's definitely
3: yeah. changed. Yeah, because um, in the beginning, there were not centralized exchanges. So I wasn't around during that time, but I know there was, like, you could use gift cards and then upload it to the internet. I wasn't around during that time. Like I said, I just know it was much more difficult.
1: Right off the bat, you couldn't just use your debit card and go?
3: No. No, you had to, like a comput- high-level computer, computer person at that point.
1: God damn it. So you can only be a nerd to have Bitcoin in the beginning.
3: In the beginning, for God sure. damn it. Yeah, and they've dumbed it down so now we can all buy it. So nice, for the retards. Yeah, so go to patreon.com slash crypto canvas if you want help, but it's pretty okay. easy. So <laughs> <laughs> like, uh,
2: Keep throwing that plug Shameless in. Shameless plug. For real though, because I, mean, like I mean... Well
0: deserved though. Well when deserved. I got
3: in, I did that. I paid for somebody to help me and it, it accelerates your learning curve like nothing else. So You avoid so many mistakes and... It's just a much better way. To yeah, do it, and let me preface
0: everything he's about to say, and highlight the so many mistakes part. Do not wade into this shit half cocked with no fucking experience or knowledge of what you're doing, because you will lose your fucking money. Someone Don't be will willy
2: f- nilly. Shit out of you. Back. No willy nilly.
3: Either sh- do like hundreds of hours of research on your own first, or you know do that and also get some help. So uh, the most easy way is Coinbase.com. It's an app. It's very simple. You download it connect your credit card or your bank routing number, upload fiat your dollars into there and then you buy bitcoin with your dollars.
2: So leading into this next question because when Jeremy was talking about how you have 19 bitcoin or less yeah. than that, yeah. I looked at him like how much how much money is how much is bitcoin worth? I see it's a little over 25,000 at the moment. Yeah. And so are you, you don't have to have Twenty five thousand to buy a single coin? No.
3: No, I think it divides down to the millionth, so you could oh. buy a millionth of a bitcoin, which who knows how much. Whatever
0: that is, that is five dollars or something. Probably right? even less. Yeah, well, that's cool. So you can buy any amount of bitcoin, and it proportionally grows as the value of bitcoin grows.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I understand mm-hmm. that aspect, yeah. but about like buying a share of one bitcoin. No, yeah. I didn't know For, if that was. Possible. Thankfully,
0: you don't have to, because then the fucking price venture. Yeah, be, nobody will be able n- to get in. Yeah.
3: So. That's the easy part. Now, the hard part and then the most important part where a lot of newbies mess up is they do that and they're like, oh, I did it. I have Bitcoin. It's on Coinbase. Well, you actually don't own the Bitcoin. You own an IOU and Coinbase owns the Bitcoin and they are not liable if they go bankrupt or if mm-hmm. they do some shady shit, they can just steal your Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. It's happened recently with FTX and Mr. Bankman Fried. Yeah. Um, so the important part is then you take that Bitcoin off of the exchange into your own personal wallet. And that, that part's a little more detail-oriented on how to set up the wallet and all that but
4: mm-hmm.
3: it's, it's not too much harder than if you went to somebody in the 80s and taught them how to set up an email address It's a, maybe a little bit more difficult than that it might seem daunting at first but once you get it it's not rocket science just a learning curve yeah just a little learning curve and, it, and again yeah.
0: cautionary cautionary piece there for the uninitiated out there once you do that You're going to have keys, which are basically your passwords to get in. That's something you need to protect and not let anyone see publicly. Write it down. Well, no, I don't. I would almost say don't write it down because someone walks in or someone, you film a video and someone sees a picture of that, that key. They could literally drain your whole account without you even knowing.
3: Well, you know, okay, Potter,
2: so you're expecting someone to remember this key code for the rest of their life as we're constantly changing. I mean, I have to change my passwords all the time.
3: Well, they only yeah. have to remember I it until they write it down. Well, it's 24 time. words, hey. and if you got the, the the problem with that is like, let's say you got into a car accident and your memory gets fucked up, and mm. you know that could happen. It's, yeah. it's a stretch, but that could happen. And there are some highly advanced, or not highly advanced, but more advanced ways to store your key to where like you know in harry potter where he divides the souls into nine parts and you have to collect all the horcruxes yeah Mm -hmm. you can do that with your keys so you divide it up into a bunch of parts spread them out across the world and so there's not one central location even if somebody did get into your safe and looked at it you only have one out of nine pieces or whatever yeah the reason i
0: bring that up though is there's an article just last week about a guy who is like a streamer and he's in the crypto space yeah and he left he left a he left a tab open on his $60, computer. $60,000 And he just got took for sixty k because he fucking, just one moment, didn't even realize it. In post-edit, he didn't realize it. and yeah. stre- Or actually, it was a live stream, I think. Yeah, so like it was a live, was stream. A live stream. Yeah, yeah. so literally by the time he finished streaming, he got fucking ganked.
3: Yeah, and so the people I work Dude. with, I teach them, I start from the ground up. First, download a VPN. Second, download antivirus, download anti malware, get proton mail, use Brave browser. Talking about Norton? Norton. Yeah, I mean, Norton's (laughs) one of the many. This is like
2: the program I can follow. Yeah. I also know how to get a VPN. I was very excited the first time I did it.
3: Yeah, so you start with (laughs) the basics and then you just move from there. I kept
2: trying to. I felt like a web hacker over here when I got a VPN. I I was like,
4: I got it right
2: here. (laughs) I was actually trying to watch hockey too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was trying to get on like uh, to watch Big Bangs.
0: I kept trying (laughs) to convince him to. Name his channel, Crypto for Retards, but I just wouldn't do it. Because
2: uh, that's a bad word. Yeah. Stop saying that. That's uh, twice on this channel today. And stop.
3: Uh, well, Triggered. A lot of people, you and you. A lot of people who lose their money in crypto are retards. And Firstly, uh,
2: so, no more. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> one for each of you, and that's it. <laughs> they're
3: retarded because they didn't go to patreon.com slash cryptogames. <laughs> no more. Yeah, all right. All right no, well we all done, get one. Thank you. And so, okay, well... We well did I did I answer your question, Alex?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. I think so. I don't think about it. Yet. So how do you buy, co- how do you buy
3: Bitcoin? Someone
2: Now in this day and age, I go to Coinbase.com. Dee dee, dee dee Buy it down to the millionth, and then once I'm done, then I have to transfer it to my wallet, which I don't know how to do that. But, but if H- you, I, if you do want to learn a, how to crypto crypto do that, now, so now, now you <laughs> know what to do. <laughs> that's where I got to go to to find hey. next step.
3: There is uh, a, a guy on YouTube who, who's really good. His name's Crypto Dad. He does free YouTube tutorials. On Why isn't crypto, crypto Daddy? Come on. Crypto Daddy, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. right? should have Missed
0: opportunity. Yeah. Uh huh.
3: So, yeah, good job. That was good. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Deep, what, little can you repeat your question? Do you think
1: the evolution of the monetary system is
3: going to free us or enslave us further? I truly believe it's up to us and our karma and what we manifest with our collective thoughts and our how our integrity as people. I truly believe we only get what we allow. I truly believe that. And so, I mean, if we look around us and we look at what happened in the last three years, I don't, you know, I'm not like super optimistic about what humanity allows. But I'm a little scared. But I do think people are <laughs> waking up and becoming uh-huh. a little more conscious overall mm-hmm. from what I've seen. So uh, if I was a betting man, I I would bet... That there is more positive than positives than negative, at least in the next ten to fifteen years.
2: Yeah, I, I can.
0: But in
3: fifty years, we're fucked.
2: Well, I just who decide. knows what's gonna happen <laughs> in fifty years? years. So in the last five years, yeah. it's been fucking insane. Yeah, it's been that. You know, so all all of this, it ten
0: all me. of this if World War Three doesn't fucking annihilate. do even. World War Z. Yeah. Mm <laughs> yeah.
2: mm. There's so much stuff going on in the world right now. It's Scary.
0: Yeah,
3: but I think I that's get a, a little very...
2: anxiety if I like. Really sit down and think about it. Sure. They're
3: about
1: to hit the reset and button so, so again.
3: A motto I have is prepared, not scared. Right? Because... Yeah, I like that. Just, okay, what can I do to prepare for whatever outcome? Once you do that... I
2: grow vegetables because no one's going to tell me what to buy the fucking grocery
3: store. Yeah, we'll save <laughs> seeds. They're coming after the seeds. They're coming after the books. So, so did yeah. you see wow.
2: that last... Okay, I don't know if you guys are, like, gardener. I mean, I, I don't know if you are a gardener or not. I know you both are not. But what? last year... I mean, I don't have a garden. no right now, in a town, I, I for well, four what, months. Okay, so last year... Uh, China, who I'm assuming it is, I'm pretty positive, they were sending random seeds to people uh, throughout the United States. One, it was for the Amazon reviews. They were making fake reviews for de- delivery confirmation. But this past year alone, in, there's a whole seed mass hysteria happening because there's so many people that wanted to buy specific peppers or they wanted to buy specific cucumbers. They are not that. They're turning up as completely different plants right now. And they said that there was a major switch up. In the seed factory and how the plants were happening, but I'm like, how the fuck does that even happen?
3: Maybe that's what the spy balloon was doing, it was just dropping seeds.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Ring well, ring. I, I don't know what that spy, was, uh, spy balloon was doing up there, but it is weird that it made it <laughs> I all the way across country.
0: If I ever win the lottery. Without
2: being intercepted, with, uh, with having multiple reports, I made it all the way across country, all the way down from Alaska, all the way to Atlantic Ocean. Why was it not intercepted previously? Today? I actually and heard it a, hit every single major base. I
0: actually heard some really good analysis weird. on that recently. And that kind of did clear it up for me as a potential why that was allowed to happen. If you think about it as intelligence counterintelligence gathering, let's say that balloon was covered with highly sophisticated instrumentation that was collecting data and sending it back. There's a good chance that our ability to take and intercept that, that transfer of information where we would want to see what the capabilities of it were true, and what they were getting right, and let it play out as a form of counterintelligence to the intelligence True. that they were... Galli- right. Because then you know what they just learned. Yeah. Versus if if you shot it down immediately and you didn't evaluate it... And, and then they it. knew oh, you attacked so you're saying it. They evaluated right. then, it first then you before. wouldn't have gotten any information out of it. True. Mm-hmm. Like what its capabilities were and what it was doing and what, what it was looking for. Finding out that information is almost better than whatever information they would have got just from coming over. Because mm-hmm. it was most likely not like pictures. It was most likely... Uh, intercepts of data is what it was most likely doing. Mm. <clears throat> so they would want to know what they were getting. I don't know what they were doing.
1: But yeah, it is. So it could have been picking up like all the communication between high... Yeah, whatever. Could you have know, picked like up whatever. our podcast, unlicensed hey, and unhidden. I, so, <laughs> I hope so, bro. I bet, I bet, some, <laughs> I bet some of
0: our Chinese brothers would vibe yeah.
1: with this shit, dude. Yeah. That was Japanese, but close enough. Right? I know, as I <laughs> said, I
2: know it's Japanese, not Chinese. I don't I don't think I know any Chinese, actually, or Mandarin.
1: I know one Korean person. His name's Randy.
2: <laughs> I was talking about language.
1: Randy the Korean. Is that also South my park? My is that a south
2: park or is that a real life no thing? it's a real person real
1: person up. he's white as fuck no
2: he's not he's korean
1: well he's korean but <laughs> he drives a ford ranger he's, he's a dodge oh, fuck, ford fucking ranger the, there's a ford fucking ranger the racial slurs oh, yeah.
0: that my asian friends when i was living in asia would call people that like grew up in the united states they'd call them bananas Yellow on the outside and white on the inside.
1: <laughs> Randy's a banana.
2: <laughs> it, it was funny because it, it's funny because it Randy banana is that he should be a porn star. Right? With that Do name, I
1: make you know? Randy, baby? It's
0: funny because I, I, be I found me. this out with my half Korean, half Japanese friend Hanae. She grew up in Canada at like a boarding school because her family was super wealthy. So wait,
1: is her name Hana and it's just A cuz it's Canadian? No,
0: Hana Hana <laughs> A is her name. Okay, no, In kidding. in Korean. Okay. But her Americanized version of that is obviously Hannah.
1: Right. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: But I would I jokingly refer to her as Hannah Banana and she's like, "No, no, no." <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, she, no, no, no. She's like, no, 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 you cannot call me that. What, what? <laughs>
0: no,
1: no, no. Oh, because to her, the banana Yeah, because it, it was like have, a
0: straight slur. Yeah, was, it yeah, a, was, like
2: it was it a palindrome or no? Did she have the H at the end or no?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. Hannah a, no, because it was in fucking Japanese, right? So, no, it didn't. It wasn't a palindrome. But, but in, her Americanized name, Hannah, is, of course, a palindrome. No, of course. I have one yeah.
2: friend who is a non-palindrome. I call her Hannah, my non-palindrome friend.
0: Well, okay. There might be but
2: that'd be like that, I do.
0: but that's like spelling another Jeremy with an I at the end of it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite Andrew little Polish it, but I call yeah. her my favorite it's not little Polish.
1: <laughs> she's Polish?
2: Yeah. Oh. My friend Kaja. My friend Kasha Babana.
0: Or
1: she's a Pollock. A Polak. Or whatever, yeah. She's Pollock.
2: I'm pretty positive that's a fish.
1: No, Pollock? When you say Yo,
2: L L Polak
1: is another it. slur. For that's Polish. That's a people. that's
0: a for Polish people, yeah. yes. No. So this is the episode where we're just, learning left
2: right. we're just <laughs> don't be awful! Uh, I mean, like, the, I feel like these are educational purposes, but the other yeah, we're not using three times no, R words. Me. No more of that. I refuse. I better to, not hear that ever again. I'm not. Gonna well, think. I mean, none of our listeners also want to hear that
0: either. I, I mean, maybe maybe some of them don't want to, but here's my big thing. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Might, do not do it. Don't
0: interrupt. I'm not going to say it, but this is oh, what Mr. I am going to say. I refuse to allow people to reinvent words. Uh-huh. I don't give a fuck. If a word existed for 10,000 years, that meant one thing, and people's feelings get hurt because society says that's an insensitive word, I do not give a shit.
3: Intent. Especially if it's useful. I do useful. not give
0: a shit. Everything is about intent.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, please do it for me.
0: Well, that was something I would consider.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <Aww>. uh. <laughs> I but know, that, so sweet. But
0: beyond that, the reality is this. A lot of words... And a lot of symbiology throughout history has been taken for a purpose that it was not its original intent. Perfect example of this I was hearing about today is the swastika. Its original intent yeah. was literally like good luck, Like Hinduism, mm-hmm. Hinduism and and all all across the world it's been used. Like, <clears> is it is it, why, is it bad ice, right? that so me. one person says that's that's now our the symbol of our fucking Nazi party, right? And now you can't put that on anything. Mm-hmm. You go over to Asia right now, and you go to Buddhist temples; it's on almost all of them.
2: So it's interesting that you bring up Hinduism right now, because uh,
0: technically Buddhism, but yes,
2: India is changing their name. What? What? Yeah, India is changing their name. Can you just They're doing that to. Uh, <laughs> do that? I'm, as a I'm still calling them Indian no. Well, because they <laughs> were uh, they were um, for the longest time apparently prior to the British colonization that had happened. They're changing it back to the word that Beirat, uh, B-H-A-R-A-T. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing I like it that. correctly. But apparently in Hinduism, like the root of Hinduism, it also means India. So it got moved into India and since... India apparently was free from British ruling in 1979, I believe it was. Yeah. They've been discussing this because it's like such an oppressive word to them, apparently. And so well, that makes at the G Summit, they put it on there as president of Beirut. Yeah. And so I think yeah, it's going to happen after. I almost president think that's
0: about. not like changing it. That's almost like changing it back to what it originally it was. It is changing it <laughs> <You> back to <laughs> the original, yeah. It's, it's not it's, like they just decided something new. They're like, actually, you fucking idiots have been calling us this for like. 175 years, well, and that's not where we're
1: called. I used, <laughs> yeah. be, I used to be a mechanic, and, like, with uh, engines that use uh, uh, spark plug wires and, and a distributor, you can spin the distributor so that the crank and cam uh, uh, speeds are different. So what you're doing is you're retarding the engine.
0: Yeah. And that <laughs> and that does go back to the actual origins of the word. Which, which is why I made the point I made earlier. Oh, well, we
2: could also get into fire retardant as well, too, if you want to really get down to it. Okay, we, can get in my, we can get in my fucking profession over here if you really want. Go so like, fucking get over here. Stop it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But why,
3: why, why, why do I feel this thing that the more people don't want, don't like the word, the R word, I, it just gets funnier to me.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Funnier. I know just that's why you're saying funnier. it right now. That's like, why.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's probably. What it is. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the club. Yeah. Because
0: maybe their sense of humor has been retarded. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being serious. It, that's possible. why I don't fucking split hairs on these words. They yeah. have. Yeah. They have multiple meanings, and it's all about intent, as we said. About intent, for sure. Right. Now, if you're calling s- somebody that has some sort of learning disability that name, then you are a piece of shit. Yeah, Fuck you're you. retarded. Yeah, and then you. Then you. I can't.
2: Just right off. Okay, now. it's offensive to me because I have family members who are have disabled. learning disabilities, yeah, me- yeah, mentally so so not, I. more I so than learn more so than learning disabilities. Like they're mentally uh, mentally disabled. And you almost <laughs> said it. I swear you almost. I know said it. I did. Yeah. I, swear you almost okay.
4: said it. Right, I hate get- you guys.
2: <laughs> we we no, got to get I, off I this. I want to say subject. it's offensive word. I am asking you guys to stop.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, Thank I'll you. respect that. All right, fair enough. I don't really say it that often anyway. I don't think remember the last time I said it. I appreciate that.
0: Okay, but anyway, moving forward. Um, to re- re-rail this train. <laughs> we got to put this trail back on the rail. Yeah, we do. <laughs> for this train, I mean. But anyway, <clears throat> I think my question was along the lines of what are the, what are the cryptocurrencies to watch in your mind? What are the things you're looking at? And maybe what's a good entry-level strategy for those out there listening?
3: Wow. Well, without making this like an hour-long spiel, mm-hmm. you know, because I could go off... Um, Block V is probably my favorite. The the token ticker is VEE, so that's one to look into. Uh, Another one is Veritasium. Veritas is Latin for truth. Reggie Middleton basically invented DDFI, which is decentralized finance. He patented. The patent Mm -hmm. is granted Mm -hmm. in America and Japan. (coughs) It's coming all over the world. That kind of ties into my question. So am I. Decentralized financial (laughs) system. You know, I love that. What's that? That kind of ties into my question with a decentralized financial system. Yeah, and so what he stands for is the positive side mm-hmm, of what mm-hmm. this all could be.
0: And that is, man has an interesting story, too. We've talked about that in the past.
3: The most interesting he literally story is the, in all of finance. He's
0: literally the father of crypto. Yeah. Uncredited for a long time, until mm-hmm. very recently. And now he's finally getting his...
3: Yeah. Now crypto daddy. Yeah. I mean, essentially, he owns a patent he's, for the future of the global economy. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's yeah. the uns, unsaid crypto daddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, Where made a, lo- How old is he? yeah right (laughs) holler he is single he is yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: my eyes just lit up right there like fuck Mm. you know how old is he does he have a heart problem i can see the light bulb above your
3: head he's like 57 i want to say and he's like jacked for his age you know he's he's absolutely jacked get in line girl shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's uh number two and then i'll finish with a third one which is stronghold uh, on my Twitter, CryptoCanvasCC, I, today I literally just did an hour-long podcast interview with a banker who's been a banker in the city of London for the last 20 years, and we, we dove deep into Stronghold, hmm. which is basically, there's something called the ACH Network, which is the largest financial network in America, that $60 trillion of value gets transferred on this network every year, and yeah. essentially all of that is moving to blockchain, and Stronghold is position is they are built they are they've already built the new platform for all that mm-hmm. Partnered with ibm i mean you name it so
2: so to segue into this real quick just just a quick like local <clears throat> thing did you know about the uh blockchain company that was here in nevada i don't know if that's still happening because i heard that there was like some weird little uh behind the scenes situations that were happening but there was a blockchain that was starting out here in nevada i believe it was, it was in sparks or in Dayton, i, I
3: did hear about that because i was yeah. ooh, you know scouting jobs Dayton. and so I, I, I think they were i think they were literally just called blockchain yeah 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 um <clears throat> and no no different than the dot-com bubble there was pets.com which had a valuation of like 50 billion and mm-hmm. went to zero so there are a lot of scams in blockchain so i'm not saying that company's a scam i don't know anything about them mm-hmm. but there's a lot of blockchain companies. well i know i it mean actually. Of... i know
2: that they had a physical office here i one of my um yeah. one of my friends actually worked for it was in the financial department and then he left with them less than a year just because like the way that the owner was running it so i don't know if they survived i can't remember how it, that all played out because i don't like to talk about people's jobs when i'm <laughs> off the clock very much yeah <laughs> you
1: know.
3: yeah i don't know anything about them
1: okay i know the manager well, i met the manager of the silver springs airport on the other side of dayton and he was talking about a lot of the big names that are, there's a lot of big names that are getting, that are wanting to come to this area because of the tax benefits in Nevada. And
2: God bless Nevada. <coughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it.
3: Apple has a spot here. Oh, yep. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah.
3: Where? I at? think a lot of the tech exactly. companies are heading this way. For sure. As California Reno's further and, up, and further fucking
0: explodes.
2: All you fuckers in infiltrating. Ourselves.
3: Yes. I still I still have California license plate and I get so get much, I, get, here. I get so much hate on the road like I no need to I change do. my license So to. I <laughs>
2: so I work up in Truckee and I I live down here and I'm I'm a proud resident of the state of Nevada like I really just did not fight with the state of California. I just really did That's Whatever. why I'm here. But I work for Okay, but I work up there and so I'm a good driver. I come from Detroit, like motor capital, motor city of the capital of the world. You're you know, a good driver
3: if you're
1: from Detroit? Shout out for. You kind of have to. You kind of have yeah, to. Be. Okay.
2: Go forward. But uh when I'm so I always use my blinker change lanes on anything like that but
3: <laughs> however
2: whenever oh I see
3: California people what you just cut them off no <laughs> bro if they're behind you they don't, no, they, don't I, they can't be behind you like, oh, I this, stay I'm not being behind they'll no, zoom around so you.
2: normally like for any Nevada plate or whatever or any other plate I'll move to the right lane let them pass me yeah. My little fucking petty shit. I yeah. don't move. I mean, it, no, no. it
3: annoyed me at first, can. but I respect it. You know, you know? Like, especially if it's a black car. You gotta get they your lights hey, you changed. I know.
4: She's gonna fuck you with you if you don't.
2: I fuck with everybody, man. Like, I I drive a little turbo. So, like, I get fucked with all the time. Like, stoplights by men in their like, in their cars are a little bit faster, but I am always first off the line.
1: I <laughs> just got a good reaction time. I do.
3: So, just I to do. recap, I, I know
2: what a turbo lag is. I know how that works. <laughs> just to nice. recap,
3: that's Block V, Veritasium, Sorry. and Stronghold. The best way to kind of start your research coinmarketcap.com. Go to there. That's basically one big feed with all the cryptos in the world. You type in Block V, and there's links to all the websites, all the white papers, all the token, every single thing. That's your hub. So, coinmarketcap.com. If you can master that website, that's where you want to begin your own research.
0: And that'll get you, that'll get you foot in the door, basically. Yeah. So, exactly. you can, so you can start to develop a sense of where the market's going and where you might want to make your individual investments.
2: We'll definitely be putting all these yeah. uh, websites and links within the bio and also on our Instagram post, so then Sweet. users have an easy access to find it as well. Yeah. For sure, me. for sure. Yeah. Like, and me. I, I need to look. <laughs> and it. me, too. And as far as
3: reading, you like to read, the most important thing to do is read the white paper. Okay. So essentially, the company documents what their vision is, what their plan is, everything about the company. Cool. Yeah? That's,
2: I I... I'm a reader. Most people don't read. Which is crazy to me. Like people love to watch videos, but I I don't know if it's because I'm able to read and comprehend so fast, but I feel like when I watch videos it moves so slow and I lose lose interest immediately on it and I have to or I have ADHD. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Well I have ADHD, so it's like kind of the opposite spectrum. Yeah. I love listening or watching videos. Mm. But um, I saw a really cool form of reading where they for people with ADHD where they highlight only, like, the front or the back end of a word for a whole paragraph, and you just read, like, twice as fast. Super fast, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean,
2: because, I mean, you're just cutting it off, essentially. You know what? how the word and the sentences develop? It's like AI, you know, like when you are... Someone was telling me the other day about how you can just, like, type in little things, you know, like, type in key words, and they make up this whole paragraph, and that's how it kind of develops as... Because it's like predicting the way it's going, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of how my w- mind works when I read, so it's like easy. Except for this, I actually have to pay attention when I read now. So let's talk. No let's
0: talk about NFTs because those have those have shifted. That market has shifted volatily mm-hmm. in the time since we were roommates and everybody was talking about them and exciting about them and mm-hmm. we had. Remember, we came up with the whole uh, strategy. Goth girl, goth girls. We were going to do. Yeah. I was at
1: Mercedes Benz at the time, and Mercedes Benz Corporation came, like built their own NFT of a G wagon and saw, so sold, sold
0: it. Sold yeah. it for like twelve thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> so, what do you think? What do you think? Let's just summarize for people who don't know about NFTs and how they came up, and then they went Me. right back down. And and let's start there, and then I'll I'll go to my question from there.
3: Yeah. So NFT 1.0 is basically all about gambling. You know people love to gamble right there's a new technology that comes out i love gambling too i love
2: gambling
0: yeah crypto casino (laughs) let's go
2: what
3: uh so essentially this new technology came out and people just um just started speculating gambling and they were buying nfts for the purpose of selling them at a higher price and you know it was fun people made money and people lost money that bubble popped it's never going to come back again and so the question is what's the actual utility of these of this technology And that's where things are about to head. It's actually already starting, which you could call smart NFTs or NFT 2.0. And this is where it's actual utility. Like 99% of the NFTs in this future world that we're going to are all gonna be free. You're not gonna pay for NFTs. They're gonna be all items and objects in the metaverse, in the VR, in in your digital wallet. They're all gonna be NFTs that are dynamic, programmable, um, and provide actual utility and value. Um, Yeah.
0: I've heard of, I've heard of uh, one potential use for them being like a contractual placeholder. So, like, let's say we enter into a contract online that for service A, I will receive amount of money B. When the conditions are met for service A and they've been verified and confirmed, then the release of funds for payment B will just happen automatically without any certifying party, without any third-party person to overview that transaction. Would that be an accurate, um, like maybe an overall understanding of it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and a really cool uh, <clears throat> activation that the inventor of the NFT, who I've had the luxury of networking with and talking to over uh, nice. text, what he's saying is that the first kind of mass adoption of these smart NFTs is going to be through marketing, loyalty, and advertising is all going to collapse into one, which is going to be this smart NFT. So essentially what Nike could do, is once they have your blockchain wallet, they can send you this like 3D programmable cool Nike shoe. And if you send it to five people and then one person buys the shoe, yours turns into 20 bucks. And you can you know do whatever you want. And so basically they're collecting all this data in real time, there's no more middleman, and they're giving you something of value. And if you don't like Nike shoes, then what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to the marketplace and you're gonna sell it to somebody who does like Nike shoes. So now the company, everything they're putting out is getting to the right hands. They don't even care who it goes to because it's going to get to the right hands. They get to monitor all the data in real time. And now the customer, we don't get bombarded with bullshit advertising. We're getting, they're putting money in our pockets and they're decentralizing advertising.
0: Hmm. That in itself could be a blessing because I hate advertising. Yeah, dude.
3: Yeah. And so another cool thing, Starbucks is doing a pilot right now uh, called Starbucks Odyssey. And essentially in the future, what they'll be able to do, let's say they give you an NFT of a plant, You know, people love this AR stuff. You could plant this in your garden. You go water it, and it actually changes state.
1: A digital plant, or like a real plant? A digital plant.
3: Obviously, a digital. A smart NFT plant. uh, You water it digitally every day in in, in augmented in augmented reality, and (laughs) it sprouts. And then eventually, it sprouts a coffee cup. And if you take it into Starbucks, what the fuck? Now you get ten bucks off. And then instead of the it going away, now it's empty. You know, it tells you if you want to refill it, you go do things. And now. People love that type of stuff. Yeah, you go, people wait, you love that things. quick
2: reward. They That's love those be games. Like Pokemon po- Go.
3: There, Pokemon this, Go is the fastest app in history to a billion dollars in revenue. Yep, and in also like two months. Just, yep. I know that this is it. a
2: specific word for this for uh, quick games that people like to play for rewards. Mm. And I know it's like a, it's a it is specifically for digital marketing for this purpose. Essentially, what you're talking about. And um, I was talking with somebody about that because I don't. It's not that I'm falling for it. I don't engage in it whatsoever. But I know that there's so many people that do. Like on those little websites that you go into and you see the wheel spinning, click here for 30% off. I exit out of it all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I know so many people that actually are like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, do I get the 30% or not? I'm like, what are you doing right now? You know, just sign up for the email. But people love that reward.
3: And when was the last time you, you opened up like an advertising email?
2: Okay, I'm going to tell you guys my dirty secret. Okay, okay. Oh. I never... Oh.
3: Never for me. Now. She's all yeah. yes, but she, she What was it, what them, was it for?
2: No, I have almost three hundred thousand emails.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, unread oh. emails. Uh huh. I, ha- I have an yeah, I have, I have a a email address. Doesn't like that, that stress you out? Yeah. because no, I ignore it. You, why don't you just delete that email? <laughs> that's like the. Because I've email. had it
2: since I've been twelve. I'm not gonna delete yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Like say I lose, like say I lose everything. You know, at least people can get all hold of me there. I don't fucking yeah. know.
3: If you can find their email. So it sounds like you don't open those emails.
2: I don't open. No. Only direct communication.
3: But if they gave you something worth 50 bucks, would you? No,
2: I would fall. I wouldn't would fall. I would not fall for it. She's really? not a conformist. She's I would, I would not, not it was a,
3: a conformist. No, but what if you knew it it's from Nike, this is 50 bucks.
0: Well,
2: well, I would that's still think it's a thing. scam.
0: Well, that's the thing. That, I, this I, don't, do I don't know if, would, if there that. was
3: social validation where you knew for a fact it wasn't a scam because everybody else was like this. You know. Okay, so
2: like if I know for a fact it's not a scam.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. But if I don't have that...
1: Well that's Burn like validation. that's like Venmo. Like Venmo sends you an email when somebody sends you money.
2: True. True.
0: And we all know that's legit. Mm-hmm. I, know. <laughs> I know.
2: Anybody want to send me money? For butt stuff? <laughs> what? what, what 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 Mike your is, butt stuff? Do you want me to check your prostate? Bend no, over? no no no. I, I don't want to. What Mike is referring <laughs>
0: to. What Mike is referring He's like, how to. Money,
2: how much we talk? <laughs> have, You can give me your copay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what Mike is referring to is every time I Venmo any of my friends for yeah. anything, whether it's gas money or whatever, I always put something super gay. Yeah. Like it's like. I put sloppy toppy. <laughs> yeah, butt sl- <laughs> stuff. That sweet that sweet tender ass. Whatever yep. it might be. Hemorrhoid cream. Yeah, Hemorrhoid yeah, cream. But, yeah, it's always
2: something. I put like drugs and stuff on there. Yeah, well, you no. we shouldn't do that. Because yeah.
0: the Fed do be watching.
1: Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> it's not actually drugs? It's not if,
3: actually. But drugs. if it is actually drugs, you should say that it's for butt stuff.
1: Yeah, butt <laughs> stuff. No, I put it as like a utility bill.
2: I put it as like a utility payment. What if it's, actually, yeah.
3: what if it's yeah. actually for butt stuff? What do you say? For but, butt, butt stuff. stuff. Oh, okay, okay.
2: You <laughs> honest, okay. Yeah. Right. I only but
0: get But the I, girl's I, not
2: registered for whore, um, not whore, but her W 9 or. then technically she's getting taxed for that because what if she's a spicy accountant?
0: I mean, that (laughs) might be true. I didn't think of that, but, you know, also at the same end of that spectrum, like, I really don't care because it's usually, like, my friend's gas money. Yeah. And I'm going to put butt stuff. But if it was actually butt stuff, I'd put butt stuff because sex is the only time I'm honest. (laughs) Amos. That's deep. (laughs) Literally. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. the
2: only time I'm honest. Yeah. You're fucked up. Uh,
0: You know, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I own it. All right, so we're we're at another half hour mark, so we're going to take a real quick break, and uh, we're going to decide if we're going to go another 30 or if we're going to wrap it up here, but we will be back after a word from our sponsor, and you'll hear from us then on what... Hey, listeners. This episode is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors. Have you ever been getting a cream pie from your dream guy? The sheets are nice, but the load was big. Throw on a set of Chrissy's Cum Diapers to soak up them kids. Chrissy's Cum Diapers is an innovative new technology that replaces cum towels all across the nation. And now it comes in five brand new colors. Camouflage white, water play yellow, crime scene red, and leopard print. And if you buy t- soon... Well, a special offer, we'll throw in an extra Chrissy's Cum Diaper of your color choice. The Chrissy's Cum Diaper is innovative new technology that allows you to lay out what would look like a traditional cum towel. But when the action is over, you, you, you roll up the, the, ended, the double-ended Velcro tips and attach it to itself, making a nice cum diaper so your partner of choice can take your goodies to the bathroom. And we're back. And during the break, uh, we all decided that we're we're gonna gift you guys with another thirty of our sweet and dirty. <laughs> 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 all right, so let's just uh, suck up on her
2: spit. <laughs> 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 and
0: those were sound effects. Yeah, by you by now. Jeremy. Hey, Get
2: out of here.
3: All right, so
0: where to go, where to go next? Uh, Maybe just give you the floor for a minute, and let's talk about what you want to talk about.
3: Yeah, so I want to talk about um, artificial intelligence. Oh.
0: Fuck yeah, let's talk about it.
3: Yeah, so artificial intelligence, I mean, what a concept, you know? Mm -hmm. It's here. It's crazy. It's crazy. A lot of people are talking about it's going to take our jobs right what do you think about that jeremy i want to know what jeremy thinks about it
0: all right yeah so i think there is i think there is a valid concern on some levels for some career fields you know what i mean as far as um and this is something i find to be so hilarious if you guys remember a couple years back when like a bunch of coal miners and shit were like losing their jobs because their industries were getting shut down and a lot of like snarky ass fucking like Coasties, you know, people on the coast. We're like, learn to Pennsylvania. code. Learn, learn to code. To code. <laughs> oh, they got shit. Learn on. to code, right? I think they're fucking done. Done. I think they're fucking done. I think, I think all basic programming is about to be a fucking rap in the next 10 years. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of them are gonna have fucking jobs. No. Because like there might be something on like the like the user interface side that AI won't be good at for a long time. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. far as like What's appealing or what's easy like for music. a person to use? No, I'm talking about, I'm just talking about like the apps you log onto, <clears throat> the way they're laid out and, and their ease of operation and stuff. That might have to be humans for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that might have to be because I don't think the machines are going to be that good at, at making like a good usable interface for probably a long time. But as far as all of the back end, all done, like all of the functionality of apps and fucking computer programs and everything like that. You, you could train a machine to do that like pretty much today.
2: I mean, you can talk about it in the real life aspect too of looking at grocery stores.
3: Yeah, clerks.
2: Cashiers are going to be worst. completely gone except for one person manning the front. That's sure. it. That is 30 jobs that are, well, well, I would say maybe 15, like on a give yeah. or take sort of thing, small town, big city sort of deal. That's 15 jobs per average per each. Major grocery store in the entire United States, and so now they have to figure something out. They also have to figure out a new skill set. I was at Home
1: Depot today, self checkouts.
2: Yep, I only use self checkout. I move way quicker mm-hmm.
0: unless I'm buying Maverick. liquor. Unless I'm buying liquor.
1: True. Yeah, yeah, but like even you, Maverick. You, you
2: can buy liquor at uh, in Nevada. Doing that though,
1: gas station Maverick. No, in I California
2: thought, you're not allowed to do it, but in I thought East it was Nevada, the
0: opposite for some reason.
2: No, God bless Nevada. Yeah, no, that's cool. yeah. California has. I mean, they to still someone
0: still world. has to come and I card you though. I haven't been to one that just scans.
3: But at ID. some
2: but at some point though, that technology is going to evolve So where it can scan right. the back of your ID and your face.
0: So, Jeremy, tough. what do
3: you think the best thing that listeners or us can do to prepare for? The automation of I think, many
0: jobs. I think there's I think this is a I think this is a multi echelon question. So I'm Correct. gonna I'm gonna answer it in a couple steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing is people who do what I do, the Trades. machines are not gonna be able to replace what I do for another fifty years, sixty Correct. years. Correct. At, At least sure. they may never you know be able, able to. Like, right. so, trade trade so jobs. Trade yep. jobs. Mm-hmm. Trades. So for those for those people, you might actually find yourself in a fucking growth sector that you didn't expect for sure. And you and you might be and you might be in a situation where, especially for my trade specifically, I did a lot of market research before I made this decision getting out of the Army. The average age of someone in my trade in 2019 was like 58 years old, which means year by year, less and less HVAC uh, replenishment, replacement is happening. So my job becomes more and more valuable throughout that span of time.
2: They call it the gray wave.
0: Yeah, so the gray wave, as as you just eloquently put it, (laughs) is going to be... A mindset, or at least a snapshot of what the average person out there on the job market is going to have to start looking. They're going to have to start doing market research and what what they choose to pursue for their their income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to be even that's going to be made maybe a little bit more complicated when you talk about the the wave of AI and the things that it's going to eliminate. And you know, I think I think that people are going to have to get smart in two different ways, in two different directions. Either they're going to have to double down on a trade or an artistic pursuit that AI mm-hmm. is not going to be able to replicate either quickly or effectively or in any span of in realistic time. Or I think they're going to have to learn how to marry the marketplace they want to be in with the utilization and mastery of those AI technologies. And I think if a person can do that, they're going to find themselves on the forefront of uh, like a lot of earning potential
2: to be able to do their left and right brain aspect is a, it's a small sector of the population in general. And if you're able to do that and you understand it, you should definitely pursue both sides. There's no rush on getting exactly where you need to be. Educate yourself. If you're able to do it, do it because they're the ones who are going to change the world. If you are able to do it and explain it and utilize it, that is what is the difference between someone who's only able to do one item. Or even two items within that 10 step sort of thing and it's
1: <clears throat> there's a guy named jacques fresco who, i like that name that's i know it sounds that's like made up right made his name up. is jacques fresco and he started a project called the venus project and it's a project where he creates i don't know if he, how far he got into it before he died but his wife now carried it on i think and it was a project to create a monetary list crypto or cash whatever monetary list society and a lot of people fear AI taking our jobs and stuff but what his idea is is that it'll free you up to do art and music and the things that you want to do as a human that are just you know pleasant rather than working to make money to survive does like he talk automation? about does he talk about
3: universal basic income yes. no income no, no money no no no, no. A cashless like no money society
0: I, I don't think like that. Bernie that's Man. essentially
3: the same thing, because I would yeah, imagine I if there's no cash, then essentially your housing and your food is provided without mm-hmm. any cash necessary. Right, we'll just yeah. give you the food. Which right, it sounds pretty terrible. socialist.
0: Which that sounds. I was gonna say that sounds great on
2: I mean, if we're actually so one thing about the United States is that being a capitalist society, and like you have no limit to reach it there. There should be a limit that they get taxed on that does ultimately prevent the country uh, pro- uh, i'm sorry not prevent but um elevate the country i guess mm-hmm. sort of thing like look at elon musk look at mark Zuckerberg, or anything like that like you're saying all there their- should be
3: a cap like you shouldn't have more than two billion is that kind of what you're- correct
2: yeah you shouldn't be having that and it should be going into the united states
3: but the problem with that and
2: because they're going to be like i don't want to work until only two billion then but the problem
3: mm-hmm. with that is the government's going to take the money and then they're just going to steal it in my opinion I mean, I, you can't. So, prove it. if all taxes were on the blockchain, on a public blockchain, then that, something like that mm-hmm. might be viable.
2: I mean, maybe it might be better if it went directly to, like, say, the oh. farmers' market. Like, it went directly to individual farmers, okay. like uh, only to, like, within that local sphere, which is oh. kind of comes down to like libertarian, like mindset of like having your money not leave your area. And
0: I, I understand what okay. like, like, you're saying. I think it would be cool. But I fundamentally disagree for the a similar reason to what he's saying. The problem with this tax-the-rich philosophy is that it fails to acknowledge some fundamental facts, all right? People like Elon Musk and people like Mark Zuckerberg, they create so much more value than the average person that's, let's say, lowest-level programmer at one of their companies, right? Because they have the infrastructure to employ tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. Absent their production their talents and their ability to do that those jobs don't exist and the opportunities for the other people don't exist so to cap them is to truly trickle down cap everything that they have created
2: i I don't think that they should not be rewarded that's not what i'm saying but if a company like amazon and all them they're getting major tax breaks for hiring all yes i agree with that
0: that's that's a problem that's a problem yeah i think we could jump i think we could jump all of that and and put that on a back burner to deal with after we go to the fucking churches okay because oh my
3: god God. (laughs) don't even get me started that That's my thing all right i i I understand the churches are not taxed 5013c yeah i know
2: they're (laughs) tax-free baby well the
3: worst part about it is when they sign that contract the government actually has the right to censor what they so basically it's you ask it's government approved messages they have the right to say you can't say this Essentially. yeah they lose their, the they Congress. lose their
0: freedom of speech wow. yeah and
3: that's why a lot of the churches almost none of them spoke out but here's, against here's, here's my issue them.
0: here's my issue with it if you really want to look at the fundamental like growth rate of religions you have these mega churches for example like Joel Osteen's church, oh my god right? that
2: fucking jackass this fucking guy Dude.
0: it you know I mean here's my thing I think I think you could redo that that tax exemption and the requirement for that tax exemption would be something around like 30 or 40% of whatever revenue they churches do Churches shouldn't
2: be uh, tax-free. Uh, tax they shouldn't be. It's an ideological principle. It has nothing of value. Sorry. I was right
0: in the middle of something. Because Thank you.
2: Mr.
3: Interrupted myself.
0: Yeah, you did it yourself for once. But that's you. okay. So what I was saying was all this. sinners. So I, I, would have no, I would have no problem of it if these churches had some sort of requirement or expectation to put 30 or 40% of the revenue that they make into charitable like clearly openly visible charitable like resources for the communities that they serve because Which is what that's they not preach the case anyways, right?
2: right that's what they
3: preach well they probably do a significant amount of it i mean I, from yeah. what i've seen a majority of charity is done by churches. Right. No,
2: it's all inclusionary. It only goes within their community specifically. Like, there's I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, no, but there's also like churches should not be tax exempt. It's an ideological principle. I say it has that no but value. It has nothing besides a theory and a thought behind it.
0: I, I, I say that, but if I'm ever and they're
2: like wealthy, people. I'm starting a church.
1: Isn't that why the flying spaghetti monster? <laughs> isn't that why the flying spaghetti monster came into existence? You guys ever heard of?
2: That? Well, that, uh, if you think about it, the Kardashians, there's multiple of them that are actually they own churches. Like Kanye West owns one. Uh, what's yeah? Name? I'm not sure surprised. there's reasons for that. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah because it's a tax-free thing. Like yeah, it should yeah. not, not be. Ideal, yeah. Ideological principles should not be exempt. Have you guys heard of the taxes? flying spaghetti That's monster? Yeah.
1: Like the fake religion that was yeah, created. Yeah, you can put a
2: calendar, like, calendar on the head. Yeah. A calendar a on the head. Yeah. yeah. Colander, not a well, calendar. and
0: all of, this, all of this goes to say th- the next thing that I was going to say is ultimately, I would have a lot less problems with tax in general if we weren't just fucking piling trillions of dollars in foreign countries and then lighting it on fire and then shooting missiles at it.
3: Exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, and that's one like, of the best use cases uh, for blockchain. is put the taxes on blockchain, on a public blockchain.
0: Yeah,
2: if you could see
0: True. if you could see
3: okay. your
2: tax money. Right? Literally. And you could it itemized almost at you that point. Think,
3: well, yeah, what the blockchain is, is a public ledger that yeah. you can't fake. Well, so I'm we like, would literally be able to prove exactly where every penny is. Oh, my goes. God. That changes everything. It will so change, change everything. And then wow. we find out wait, we only need like a 4% flat tax to do everything we need to do. Right? Do. Yeah. yeah exactly. So
2: I don't know if you guys know that. Andrew for president. Andrew for president. I. I had worked for the government uh, for Placid County for a little while, and they have their budgets always constantly available. Like there's an approved budget. It has to be approved by the board, blah, 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 blah. So you can actually see those ledgers. But I feel genuinely HOA, HOAs are more strictly managed with their dollar amounts than the government is.
3: But here's what I'll say is that ledger that you're looking at can be faked because of the nature of Web 2. All you can do, you can literally just copy-paste anything. There's It is no technically true, it. yeah. Whereas a blockchain would make that
0: impossible. It would make yeah. it Because no one could change it. Like once the transaction happened on the blockchain to could this you- certified account and this certified account there's no changing it because it's a public ledger. Cuz you, you, yeah. you do see you you do
2: see communities that get embezzled. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, you, yeah. you, you do sure. see that. Same with
0: HOAs too. And you don't Actually, see a lot of-
2: because of Sterling Davis, at least in California, there's like major laws set in place and there's multiple different levels of approval along with accounting and audits and reviews that happen each year regularly to make sure like that money. As I was saying, like HOAs in California are more strictly managed than most governmental Agencies around the United States. I hate, oh, that. Kind of, I uh, hate that. I hate
3: that information. It. I believe it, but I hate it. Well, because it's know? a smaller group of people, it's easier to manage. Yeah. When you're managing. True. The well, and also, government.
0: also it lacks the it, it lacks the real authority of government. And what I mean by that is, the reason why all of this sounds like a pipe dream to anyone that understands government and the way it works, the reason that our federal government's budget will never be on a blockchain, is because of the fucking under the cover of darkness. Yes. Fucking Back closet dealing bullshit that our fucking government and our and our security agencies are at getting up to right now.
3: Like
1: Area right fifty one is you know
3: just I mean? the tip but, of the iceberg. But what's man. interesting is everybody knows that yeah. we like all right know it. Point, knows it yeah. That's the thing. When I was like kind of getting into, we the know truth. too much. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> we don't. We don't know. enough. No,
3: not, we don't know anything. More, not here. as more, but collectively. Yeah, I just think we're getting to a point where the truth is coming out, and I just want to be slightly optimistic that we will get to a point where taxes could be on the blockchain. Did
2: mm-hmm. you... Uh, so, speaking of, like, how you're, like, we're becoming more aware and everything, mm-hmm. the, you know, how the United States came out about essentially confirming that aliens are real. Yeah. All, everyone... everyone and, okay, no that. one gave a fuck yeah. because we're all aware about it, but every other country in I the world freaked out. <laughs> really? Freaked yeah. out. They yeah. all freaked out. They're like, is anybody else weirded out that the American citizens are not concerned that... Well, you guys talked about this on your
3: conspiracy podcast, and I loved what Jeremy said, which was essentially that anytime the government's telling us some shit, I mean, it's probably some bullshit. So I'm not saying aliens are or aren't real, but if they're telling us, hey, look over here, then... Do you believe
2: in aliens? Have you seen... any? What is your weirdest experience? Have you seen anything? Okay. So
3: one time... (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. I was driving uh, maybe 6.30 p.m. to the gym, 24-hour fitness. 24-hour fitness. Here in in Reno? No, in San Jose, California. Okay. Um, I was probably 22 years old, completely mm-hmm. sober, on my, literally on speakerphone with my girlfriend at the time, and I just, it was kind of sunset, and I look up to the left, and there was a white orb that was like, what the fuck is that? And then I looked at it for maybe four seconds, and then it zoomed off into space, like, like Star Wars. You saw a UFO? So then, yeah. So then I go home. It gets a little weirder. I go home that night. I'm going on YouTube, doing my thing. Like, what the fuck is that? And there's videos posted on YouTube of the same thing I saw in LA, right? So I'm like, this is fucking crazy. What the fuck was that? I wake up the next day, and to this day, that all those videos are completely gone. I not they are not on YouTube anymore. They're completely gone. So I don't know what. Because the government
2: took it down. Yeah. Obviously. Oh yeah, for
0: sure. Obviously. I, this so. is what I think on it. I think I think the aliens probably are real, and whether or not whether or not they're actual starships or technology that are flying them across all of space to get here, or whether they're like dimension hopping or some shit like that, I think that. Those things are real and have been known about since the beginning of human history. You know, like all, a lot of the origin stories of, of ancient cultures have to do with people coming out of the stars. You know, yeah, the yeah, Anunnaki. Sure. And yeah, all everything. Of that. And so, what's
2: interesting in it, it, like it plays all through so many different cultures all the way across the world around the same timelines. Too. Yeah. I watch them.
3: But wouldn't it be this, good, this is the
2: only YouTube videos
0: oh, they oh, watch. I watch like Anunnaki. ancient aliens. But I also think that the government, I mean, has known about it for so long. Sorry. That if they were releasing this information, it's for some sort of strategic value.
3: For sure. I think what what, what I would do if I were them and if I was a little more evil than I am, you (laughs) take the truth and then you would twist it and bend it to serve your purpose, right? So you put out all these Hollywood movies about a certain type of alien and construct our reality of what they are in a certain paradigm when really it's a completely different paradigm. And the paradigm that you've gotten the masses to perceive these aliens will enable you to form a one-world government because mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need some sort of...
4: Yeah. I don't, don't, I don't like, like that. No, you don't like that. <laughs> I don't like
3: President Reagan said it <laughs> on yeah. a national television. Yeah. Yeah. One, of, no. one, of my, one of my theories is that
1: they are, there are aliens and they look just like us. They do. They're just from... Different. Or they're able to project it. And
3: or they made us in our their image. Surprise! Or bitch. that.
2: Surprise, yeah. bitches. Well, because if you think
1: I'm about finally it.
0: coming out so, of the okay. I'm finally coming out of the spaceship. <laughs> so if you, if, if you think Jeremy's about the it, Jeremy's
2: alien. <laughs> yeah, he was a fuck
0: whatever. If least, they look like you know? us,
3: how yeah, would I would? If they looked like us, how would you know you're not an alien?
0: That's a good point. <laughs> yep. How would you I know? am? I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I've been an alien. I've been an alien and and multiple times in my life.
2: In your porn movies?
0: No, <laughs> going to other countries.
2: True. <laughs> so alien. Get it. most of the
0: time I was a legal one, but a couple of times if you ask the international community, I probably wasn't so
2: when i my, <laughs> so when I owned my business and I was going through my insurance information and it said like an alien invasion It literally said that in my insurance policy and I was like i, I Wait. Turn to, yeah. In my insurance policy, it said I will not cover this. Blah 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 blah, including an alien invasion. And I no way. I swear to God, that's and how I, you
1: know it's real. I started it's laughing. It's in the insurance paperwork. I was laughing
2: because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Up and to,
1: but not excluding.
2: No, and I, I turned to my friend. I, I turned to David, who I was like running this space from, and I go, an "Alien? I'm like, what is it? What are they talking about? Is this real? And like, I was like, is this real? And he goes, "Alex, they're talking about." Foreigners. Oh. And I, I, I almost peed my pants
0: That's laughing. a good business idea,
3: though. Like home am, insurance for alien invasions and attacks I literally
0: oh, pe- I I almost business. peed my that's pants.
2: Good.
0: Once we get that billion one. dollar fund, we'll maybe do yeah, that. And also, bangers. speaking
2: of that fucking insurance, they didn't cover virus protection, so COVID was not protected because it was a not. virus. Of I know, not. right? I thought the same thing, too. It was less than a year. A rat bastards. Mm-hmm. Fuck the, them.
0: The good old fucking gift from China. Well, I, seen- I
2: really think it was biological warfare that was under like that was downplayed, and that's why there oh, were yeah. so many people. That's why the entire world was asking for everyone to get the vaccine behind it. Like it's not, it wasn't just the United States; it was everywhere in the entire. i they were all in lockstep.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm gonna what? say. I'm gonna go one step further. I'm gonna say that it was known about and allowed to happen at the upper echelons of our intelligence in in the Western world too. I don't like that. I mean, I, it, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you <laughs> utilize? Why wouldn't you utilize an opportunity to seize even more control? For sure. Why well, I you? survived.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I survived losing my job and developing a horrific I have a lifetime question. illness.
3: Um, since we're getting weird. Yeah. Yeah, let's get weird.
2: Tell us. Ask us.
3: Georgia Guidestones. Do you know about them? Pardon oh, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex, do you know about the Georgia Guidestones?
2: I do. And the fact that they were blown, blown up, up.
3: in 2020? Mm-hmm. Yes. 2022?
2: Yes. Yes.
3: What do you, I have my own theory, but That's what do you guys crazy. think that was about? Them getting blown up. And it being recorded. You
2: know, I follow this guy. Uh, he's on, it's called Y Files on YouTube. I don't know if anybody watches it. It's fucking fantastic. He's amazing. But I watched on there and I still could not figure out why because they're also deeply rooted in um, racial. And eugenics and everything like that, which is definitely all about eugenics. And so I don't know if if it was like a bunch of angry hillbillies that went out there and just blew it up or if it was actually like people were getting pissed because this guy is weird for based on eugenic purposes only. So I I don't know.
0: All right. That's one third. That's
1: one
3: third.
0: Let's go to Mike. What do you got? Do you even know about
1: it? I, I know a little bit about it. Not enough to give an answer to this, though.
0: Okay. All right. I got mine. I think it was one of two things, kind of touching similar to what she said. I think it might have been somebody that was like maybe anti-establishment, trying to strike a blow against the eugenics and and the globalist agenda type of thing. Could have been that. The other thing I think is potentially that that guidestone contained some sort of time capsule that had some sort of information in it, and that the people that knew about it and its intended timeline of when it was supposed to be harvested – Maybe had a fractionated group that were like, "Let's get this info early. Let's crack this thing open before we're supposed to crack this thing open." I don't know really any. I have no fundamental information to believe that, but just it's what my instinct tells me is there's something fishy going on with it. Like, this. do you it's mean like, like em- fu-
2: do you mean embedded in the concrete, or? I think
0: I think there was a c- clearly when you look at the footage of uh, some of the damage, there's this huge void that seems to be empty, and in in the construction. Like philosophy, there's no reason for that void to be where it was. If that makes sense,
2: I can see that from a con- mm-hmm. conclusion. So, let's hear what you let's hear Your
0: theory,
1: my theory is a little dark. It's Indiana bad. Jones took it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you guys see the new Indiana Jones? No, nah, they mentioned Reno in it. No, hey. yeah. Reno's on the come hey. up. <laughs> Reno <laughs> is on the come <laughs> up. Reno's red as. fuck.
3: Go. Reno, fun fact, Reno was established in the Year of the Dragon in Chinese astrology, and so was Nevada, and oh, next wow. year is Year of the Dragon. I did not know that. So, Reno, yeah, Reno's going to have a good year next year. God bless you. According it. to Chinese. Get
2: it. your license changed.
3: Yeah, I need to, for sure.
2: I swear to you, what kind of car do you drive?
3: Uh, a Nissan.
2: Okay, you're staying behind me no matter what. Yeah, it's not, it, it used to be fast.
3: It got slower. But um, So, yeah, my oil. theory's a little dark. So, think about this. When you have a to-do list, and once you do everything on the to-do list, what do you do? Cross it out. Cross it out. You Ooh. throw it away. What, it's done. Ew. So, Damn. That's a dark. it's a little dark. It's <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's, yeah, when, yeah. that's where my mind first went. And so, but I mean, um, you- the aliens were like, oh, we check this off.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think all of this, I'll think all this conspiracy talk and everything to just tie this back to the original, the spirit of this conversation crypto and conspiracy. Yeah. I think, I think that yeah. crypto and conspiracies are, are fucking always going to be married. For sure. You know, yes. but I think really what it, the point I want to make, the thing I want to highlight is this ever-changing and more and more restrictive and controlled world that we live in is the best reason that you could have to try to adopt these other avenues of revenue streams and then enriching yourself and your family and building something to help you survive and weather the storm that's going to come. Because the 100 the millionaires and the billionaires... Are, didn't suffer during COVID like the guy making fifty grand a year. They got richer. You know what I mean? They got yeah, richer. Or like
2: me, that lost our business. I yep. live a camper in the fucking woods. Exactly. Dude.
0: So the the people that had fucking one hundred and fifty million dollars of fucking assets, and you know, couple couple dozen million dollars of fucking liquid capital, what they did is they went and they bought every single one of those fucking storefronts that was empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? They went through and they fucking their their companies that produce and move stuff. And they're companies that m- created giant fucking like gig economies, like fucking not necessarily Uber, but you know Postmates, all the food ones. Yeah, they, Grubhub they,
2: and DoorDash. Like their market use,
0: caps tripled.
2: They make so you much money I mean? off you per month.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got a I got a sixteen hundred dollar a month uh, uh, budget for for call it food, but this guy got it like that.
2: Actually, kind of <laughs> I, I, honestly. So I was actually thinking about this. I had like I could probably. Tr- I'll cook for you if you come help me around my place.
0: We can work something out.
3: If we look back to like feudal times, right, any time before 200 years ago, there was no middle class. Yeah. That's a very new True. thing. You could call it an experiment that was done and maybe used to build the empire. Yeah. I think yeah. we're going back to the two-tier society. Now, I do think the bottom tier won't be... You won't be sleeping in mud huts. You're going to have a TV and your phone and food and housing. But Hopefully. But, Right now, definitely, We're in a no, very definitely, serious definitely, because they,
0: need, right they need, they need, they need, they need worker bees for at least another eight to ten generations. But if you if
2: you're thinking about to build it, build the if world that, if, that
0: they want if, to build. If
2: you're yeah. thinking about it, though, like just with AI coming out to play, just with cashiers, that's 15 jobs per community. And like if you think about it, like it's gonna start going down. It's gas stations. That can also become automated. It can also become automated getting your drinks. It can become automated getting Yeah, your but AI things, will also
3: I mean, there's an argument that AI will also create new jobs and decentralized networks. If so they're there's gonna be new forms of if they're educated. I've, Have
2: you ever been to the Midwest by chance?
3: I drove through it God on bless my road it. trip.
2: God bless it. But there are some really uneducated and very, very, very poor communities That's out there. For sure. And also, yeah. in, um, I'm, I'm talking in every state, too. Like, California probably has, like, some of the more... Little pocket. Less, less amount than that is more prevalent going back east and for into sure. the Midwest and everything. And there's little money in those vast communities. And so the education, it just drops down low. And if you think about it, where uh, if there's low education rates and less money, the ability to lower your education level, say, getting pregnant early or not pursuing higher but the, education. But the New like World Order thing. has a plan
0: for those people, too. Sure. Those are so. going to be the people who who that patent we discussed earlier about utilizing human activity to generate cryptocurrency. Yeah. Those people are going to just get put on the reservation and they're going to live in fucking 400 square foot apartments mm-hmm. and they're going to get on VR all day and they're going to fucking dissolve their reality into a much better Open world where they can be and do whatever they want to do, and the whole time, it's going to be like a low-level form of the fucking human batteries in the Matrix.
1: Ready, <laughs> Ready Player One. That's what you yeah. said. Ready Player One. So ready player One. They have to show you what they're going to do before you they know, do it. You know, and, and no. it's
2: like really weird. Like right when you are describing that, I can almost envision it. You know, I can almost well. You've it.
3: seen it before if you watch movies. They yeah. show us in all the mo- if you've seen Dark. I mean, Mirror, if 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 you've seen you, like a, a thousand movies. But I, I
2: mean, if you think, think about being put into segregated segregated areas, like look at the Native American population. We have actually reservations that are currently yeah, happening sure. that are government funded. And I didn't accidentally areas.
0: use that terminology. No, but it's true yeah. though because yeah. like
2: I mean they are in this area, they are doing it, they are living in like in these type of areas and Turtle. so if you were able to incorporate technology into these mm-hmm. Areas, it's yep. not a far stretch, well, and, then, and they
3: wouldn't revolt because they're fed, they're playing games, they're right. getting virtual sex, they're right. doing like all their basic needs are met. So why would they ever revolt?
0: And and that ties right into True. that ties ah. right into already publicly infor- available information with Agenda Twenty One. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take, they're gonna everybody's gonna live in a city. That's the plan.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: They're gonna they're gonna move all of the m- massive population centers are gonna expand outwards, and they're gonna take up percentages. And then all of the areas in the middle that used to just be the open land that people lived in, maybe the Midwest, maybe the Plains, and they're going to try to return those back to their natural state so that only the giant corporations can utilize the resources within them. Well, it's going to
2: well, be interesting in the... That's a 25, 30-year-old plan. In the, plane, yeah. in the Plains and like the Midwest <laughs> and everything <laughs> like that. But yeah. I don't know. Because uh, if you think about it, we have the largest population on Earth In any single way We've always had Before vaccines We've always had Major, major, major Pandemics Die-offs Yeah, die-offs Essentially You know Or major wars Or anything like that And now There's It's not happening and so we have a major population growth that is currently happening. And even though people that's say actually like, not true. We're I know a, people we're, say that they're we're in a, a hundred-year decline right but now. But people say that we're in a decline, and I think it's because of education, uh, financial resources as to what's happening, and also religious oppression is not forcing us into the into the standards of traditional role model, like role-playing stuff, essentially. But at the same time, though, we have an all-time population, and a, a, at a certain point, how are we going to be able to sustain jobs, food? Education. Like I think, think about these poor teachers that are suffering all the time, man. Oh, yeah. Like shout out to the teachers. Shout
3: right. out, out to, to the, the teachers. teachers. Wow. They got the They're worst doing of the Lord's work. Yeah. They got the
0: worst yeah. of it for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, for myself, I'd rather be a prostitute
3: than a teacher at this oh. day and age. <laughs> I'm a, a prostitute red- can be a teacher, you
2: know. It is a teacher essentially, to an extent.
1: But it's
2: only one student, maybe two, three.
0: Before. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot from the prostitutes in my review.
1: Well, we know some teachers that went back to being bartenders because I'm more as a bartender than hell yeah.
2: Correct, because we're not. We're not providing a Te- future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're not providing a future and we should be investing that money into our teachers and teaching these kids opportunities. But it's also like, again, coming down to the blockchain wallet as to where our government funds are going. And that, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Teachers should not I be have a government. I fund. have
3: a new theory that I'm working on is essentially you brought up eugenics earlier. Yeah. And so I've been thinking for a long time because there's always these like puddles, puzzles and riddles like as it relates to economic or financial opportunities that are put out, like I was describing the 1988 Economist cover magazine. And essentially it's a puzzle, and if you crack the puzzle you could make a bunch of money. And so my theory is that that's a form of eugenics, and essentially what they're doing is trying to get resources into the hands of those who have the highest IQ or who can solve these puzzles, and it's a decentralized or kind of covert way to get money into the hands of the people who should get that money
0: if you have yeah, like me be...
3: yeah like yeah <laughs> ah. well there's multiple ways you can either crack the puzzle or you can use your social skills to like 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 in school Faculted. right you're the dumb kid but you're super cool so you find the friend the nerdy kid and you, mm-hmm. you build the relationship yeah that's why i'm yeah. friends with so you so that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that, that's just a theory i had when i was a little high recently <laughs> no yeah i don't
0: i don't see that as being too far off from the the overall plan like when you when you look at all of the like dystopian uh like literature and, and entertainment, let's just call it that. The overall fundamental like thing that ties all of the different storylines together is the fact that the elites are generally trying to find like the genetics or the intellect that is the best in, in the masses and then raise that up to their level to like continually cleanse their genetics you get what i'm saying like if you look at the old model of like the the british empire they were so fucking so inbred they were so inbred that they literally were fucking falling apart like six or seven generations afterwards yeah you know what i mean like you you could you could find online like 100 examples of like L- lord so-and-so you know of this royal family up drugs was basically there there. like a fucking potato. You know what I mean? Like disfigured, <laughs> like, like disfigured Lord Farquaad. Mentally Bar-Quad handicapped.
2: Lord was the bachelor compared to these people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, But what
0: literally. I'm saying is like the deal, the, if there is a hypothetical like elites, you know, like at the top echelon of everything, sculpting the fate of humanity, those people, if they, if they, put themselves on an island, genetically speaking, after a couple generations, they're going to fucking rot from the inside out. So they need the new blood, mm-hmm. which also makes it kind of vampiric, if mm-hmm. you think about it. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? they got to keep the new blood flowing in. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, Blade. Blade Trinity? Yeah. So For all them. that being said is like there's a lot of opportunity in this world moving forward, and to tie it right so you back gotta with,
2: fuck the right person is what you're saying. You better <laughs> get
0: the dick right. Uh, yeah. You better get the dick right if you're trying to receive the dick, or you better get the dick right if you're trying to figure out where to place it, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Wow. But that being said, don't I have wow. a
2: kid with the wrong person. <laughs> don't fed. get trapped down. Yeah.
0: But all of that being said, uh, you gotta to talk, know where to put that dick. Yeah, it's oh, dick placement is key. <laughs> Take placement is key. Speaking of placement, what?
2: My coworker brought up a weird measurement the other day for me. Yeah. She goes, You have a really high belly button. <laughs> oh. That's a weird metric. I thought the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, wait, what? And now.
1: Are you an alien? Maybe. Yeah, you I said a, I was. Earlier, you got a high duh. belly button. Duh. No,
2: so now I've been looking at everybody else too. Mine's. <laughs> You both start like, I wish that was on video, man. You both <laughs> looked, looked down, down. Poking, but like, you looked down and poked your belly button. I, I know for a
0: fact that if if you look at the Fibonacci sequence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. My dick length and my belly button length <laughs> are directly, are directly <laughs> proportional. Six point one eight. Yeah. So so is, my, that, is
2: that a normal thing for guys?
0: I don't know if it is or not, but it's I know I nature. know it's why I look so good Everything. naked.
1: <laughs> I've seen it. Advertisers actually use Jeremy's that jacket. that ratio. Yeah, like, this yeah, actually looks a good
0: naked. No, but the, I'm, the, I'm the, saying I'm saying that the tip of my dick rests perfectly on my belly button.
2: God, you got a low belly button. <laughs> <laughs> mine oh. So mine might be kind of low. Oh, okay.
0: either, either my belly button's low and I have a short dick. Or my belly button's high and I got a long
3: dick. Let me ask you, like, the top, <laughs> let me ask you, the top of your dick—is it hitting the bottom of your belly button or the top of your belly? Button?
0: No, like,
2: oh, that's interesting. Is
3: it no? Right, like, literally, the literally an extra half an inch. Literally, if <laughs> I, I know, bend
0: slightly, <laughs> the holes meet.
3: What? Wait. If I
0: bend slightly oh, oh. the holes meet okay oh, that, yeah. that's so perfectly...
1: think about I, a noodle i kind of like like uh,
2: wonder now if that's actually because like what people if you with can, their hands and their feet and like with your feet within yeah. the forearms and everything like that now i kind of wonder if that's actually like oh. a measurement well I, th- I
0: jokingly say all that to say this all of all of uh human beauty as as concerned with our mind and what we see is, mm-hmm. is along the lines of that Fibonacci sequence yeah Correct. Uh, it's all about being symmetrical and the measurements of things being like proportional right Correct. so like proportionally your eye distance should be similar to the distance between the center point of your eyes and your mouth hmm. and if that's the case, then you have like a naturally appealing face I took I, an did en- not know I took that. an yeah. English
1: English class in, in the one semester of college that I ever took where we studied advertisements and like magazines and stuff like that and obviously they use certain (laughs) colors in a picture to attract you to some certain way but also proportions of like cars automobiles for instance The, the the ratio of the height of the window compared to the height of the body of the door is is follows that same sequence because it's attractive to the human eye
2: yep Exactly. Aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically so pleasing. I mean the
0: belly having a high belly button. I don't know what that means. I don't I, I don't know how I felt I you, like a
2: tiny supermodel, that's yeah. why I think I unless mean, I have a huge dick.
0: <laughs> true she does. We've oh, all seen it. Oh that's what We've it is. All uh, seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh.
4: <laughs>
0: maybe maybe that's how you like theoretically give a woman her dick size It's like how high her belly button is from her clitoris like the longer that distance is the more dick she's got <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, I'd probably have a huge dick honestly like my personality and what I'm working with mm-mm.
0: if personality was everything then yeah I mean I'd be six too yep yep well all that being said we took some fucking far departures from the original intent of this podcast <laughs> and that's what I love about I'm it I'm super glad that we did it yeah Yeah.
3: It was a roller coaster conspiracy crypto and Buttholes. And
2: buttholes. (laughs) And belly buttons.
0: So with all that being said, I think this is a good natural spot to fucking kind of wrap this thing up. So what I'd like to do is uh, starting with Andrew, go around the table and give everyone an opportunity to drop their socials and um, anything that they want to add at the end of this. And uh, go ahead and take the reins, my brother. Well, we
3: talked a lot about a lot of dystopian conspiracy theories and that might induce anxiety in people, especially if they're new to this kind of thought. And so I just want to encourage people to not be afraid. So personally, I'm just kind of sharing what I've gone through is there are daunting things in this reality, but I believe the solution is your heart. I believe the soul is in the heart. I believe we can create reality if we purify our heart and and our heart chakra and kind of work from Mm -hmm. that space. So I just want to encourage people not to work in fear and really just... Whether you think there's dystopian evil people, love them from your heart. Love everybody with your heart. And I think if everybody does that, we can move to a world that is not extremely dystopian. Yeah. And that being said, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CryptoCanvasCC and on YouTube at CryptoCanvas. And if you want to join my private community, we have Patreon.com slash CryptoCanvas.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Well said. Nice. Thank you for the the drop of the links and thank you for your perspective on everything. It's been really great. Alex, let's go to you next.
2: Here we are. Once again, as you know, follow me on Northern underscore exposure. We're on there. We can also, uh, that's my private Instagram. You can also follow us on Unlicensed and Unhinged, Spotify, Instagram. All three of us are always working it, so you never know who you're going to be dealing with. If you want to DM, DM, you never know.
0: That's right. Send them dick pics. <laughs> I was going
2: to send a dick pic. <laughs> send a dick pic. All three of us yeah, will are it. All you never it know. Here we go.
0: A couple of buttholes and vaginas are also welcome. Maybe some tints. Belly buttons.
2: No, we want to see your belly buttons, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah actually,
0: drop them belly buttons. Drop them belly buttons. Drop them belly buttons. We... We want to see.
2: <laughs> I would also like to give a shout out to my girl Andrea. She lives in Las Vegas, crypto gal. Along with in lining with that, nice. she yeah. also does a lot of coaching and everything too. So, if but I don't know, maybe you guys could join forces, collaborate, <laughs> or we could least. have a party together. Hell yeah! You know, I'm still, I'm supposed to have a party still eventually. I still have not put that together, but that's true. We'll get there. Know, though I know at this time though, stay tuned.
0: All right, Mike, shoot him out. Doots, doots,
1: doots, doots, doots. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Mike, behind <laughs> the mic. Um, man, it's been a pretty deep episode. I'd like to probably start with this quote. When, I, when you were saying what you were saying, it made me think of a quote. That, Reality is far more beautiful, complex, and terrifying than we have access to. Mm. Mm. Pretty nuts. Preach. And I think it's true. At um, gaddy underscore official is my Instagram unlicensed unhinged on instagram um yeah it was a good it's good talking to you again andrew yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah i love you guys this was fun fuck yeah man i mean i'm oh, your, oh, I'm oh, your oh. number one fan of. i almost forgot when she was saying something i try not to interrupt because i had a, a hilarious new contest instead of the foot thing we could post pictures of our belly buttons and see, <laughs> see who, who could guess which is which.
0: <laughs> that would be hella funny too I'm in for that. I'm in for that. <laughs> Can
3: I tell a quick story? I know yeah, we're close Yeah, no, you're good. It's good not really a rush Okay, So I, I had a doctor's appointment maybe like four years ago. <laughs> and She's doing the exam right? I have my shirt off and she gets down to my belly button. She's like, oh, no.
0: What was what? Last she, thing you want to hear.
3: Was she a foreigner? What's yeah, she was like Asian. <laughs> I'm sorry. She was a banana. She was a, no, <laughs> she actually, she was banana. not a banana. <laughs> she had a strong accent. <laughs> not the accent. Um, no, just, yeah. Uh, and I good. was like, got pain. I was like, what? And she was like, oh no this looked like cancer that's what she said to me oh my i was God. like what the <laughs> fuck and so she gets her little you know the, the scope thing she's looking through in my belly button and i'm like what and i'm like looking down and she's like looks all concerned and i look in and i pull it out it's a piece of lint that's what, <laughs> that's what i thought you were gonna and this bitch say. thought it was a cancer growth
0: that's, that's fucking hilarious how oh, is she a doctor uh, you're like <laughs> fucking bitch dude <laughs> where did how she get her you? degree <laughs>
1: So you were going to the wrong doctor, dude. Yeah. Did you not have insurance? Were you like, <laughs> I don't even remember, man.
0: Was this doctor, like, in an alleyway behind a taco shop?
1: Right. Were you on any
3: kind of drugs? <laughs> Are you sure
1: Are you it was sure a doctor? I'm sure this is a doctor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
3: it was, like, was an alleyway, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I just want to share a belly button. That was, 20, that was, actually, that was, a,
0: that was actually a great that little was end tough. piece. I just want to go ahead and do my conclusionary statement of saying that... Um, uh, so I want to highlight similar to what he was talking about don't let all this talk and all this conspiracy and all this crazy chaos none of us really know what the fuck is going on and you shouldn't allow it to lead you into any darker place than you might be what you should do is let it allow a fire to be lit under your ass and you should start thinking about where you are in your life where you want to be the person that, that you want to be and that you want to be proud of and what the steps are to make that person and with that being said I'm Jeremy Granite. You can find me at under official on Instagram. You can also find my work and the work of my partners here on Unlicensed and Unhinged on Instagram and on Spotify and soon to be on iTunes and several other places once we get that RSS feed thing figured out. And look forward to future episodes that will... Include a video component, even if it's just reels at first. And then maybe eventually full video episodes. And uh, I think Andrew might be a big help with us in that. We've we're gonna be talking about it, collaborating more in the future and we'll have him back on the podcast. All that being said, live from Jar Lago. Thank you. Good night. God bless. And go fuck yourself. Belly button
4: reels. <laughs> Clean out your belly yeah. button.